0: Evening everyone and welcome to another episode of Fandom Access. I am your ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. Big show tonight. Uh we got like seven things. Yeah, 70, seven things to talk about. We've got the return of the walking dread. Resident Aliens finale of season two, She-Hulk, Andor, Quantum Leap, the premiere of Interview with the Vampire on AMC+, and House of the Dragon. As soon as the ladies get here, we'll get crack a So. What else have I been watching? Um... I've been watching the, uh, the Dahmer miniseries uh, by Ryan Murphy, which is, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, kind of creepy how much Evan Peters looks like Dahmer. But I think they've done a great job of showing the people or how people were affected in uh, with, with the brutality of Dahmer. Um So I feel like that kind of thing is definitely uh, definitely good. Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, I I know I watch other stuff. I just don't know what I watch. <laughs> Actually, I haven't really watched myself. I don't have time to watch anything else. i got eight shows i got to watch for the podcast. Uh, where are my co-hosts? I'm running out of things to say. Oh, there must be something else I've watched.
1: Um,
0: Yeah, I'm at a loss for words, which I'm usually not. Oh, I know something I guess I can mention. Um, I've watched the first half of Blonde, two hours and 47 minutes. Uh, I was very excited for it. Uh, I got to say, I'm not really feeling it. I kind of don't understand what the point of a movie based on a novel that's a fictionalized version of a real person. So I'm kind of uh, not eager to finish it. I will eventually. Um, paused it for a minute and I just never went back to it. Ah, oh, there they are. Thank God.
1: Hello. Hi, how are, are you, ladies? Guys? Hello.
0: Good. Happy Tuesday. Glad you guys showed up. Glad you guys showed up. I was running out of things to, to babble about. <laughs> Oh, I was a that. loss for words for a minute there.
2: <laughs> sorry about that. I was, um,
0: That's okay. got
2: a little distracted, um, by baseball. Um, I apologize. For that.
0: I'll screw baseball. Yeah, I know,
2: I know. It's a rough night for the Mets. Um, and I should not have been even 30 second late because we have so much on our plate tonight, right, you guys?
1: That is mm-hmm. correct.
2: We have a ton, ton, ton of stuff That's to talk what? about
1: tonight.
0: Um, <laughs> All right, so why don't, why don't you guys get started with your Walking Dead?
2: Okay, let's talk about The Walking Dead. Um, for me. This is the last, um, these are the back, how many, nine? I don't know how many episodes we're getting, but this eight. is the last eight episodes. This eight. is like, sex, it's like it's like season eleven or something like that. I can't yeah. even remember, like, what's been going on with this, but... That's um, no, basically he, it. Part okay, two. so these are the last eight episodes. Um, I couldn't believe that I actually
3: thought this was a kind of a good episode. Yeah, I told you that, but then again, usually when I say that, you don't listen to me, so... Well, you know, well, we we don't, I, with I don't disagree but...
2: with you. Um, of course, there were almost no zombies in this episode, and it kind of had nothing to do. Like it was a political it's civil unrest. Like we're the show has gone so far from the zombie apocalypse, and it is about like the political unrest, act, the Commonwealth. But that's true. The comic book that's the part like,
3: that's better. So
2: right now, it is better.
1: That's the part
2: that's it is better, and and it's you know there's a lot. The whole, I mean, the whole. Last part of the comic series, like, the ding of the whole story, like, you know, takes place at um, Commonwealth. Of course, it's not going to go the way it does in the comics because people are, like, all the people who are alive right now on the show are not people who are alive in the comics, right? Um, true, so, true, true, true. so the comic book is not much of a guide on specifics, but I thought it was a pretty decent episode and, and kind of, like, tense. It's a little. Annoying that um I still get annoyed that Megan is like totally accepted as like a normal part of the group, right? Um, I I've been totally I've
3: accepted. Just from that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, I shouldn't say no. Totally belated. Yeah, Sorry.
3: and he's not totally he's not totally accepted, but he's like largely accepted, right? Maybe is a better right. But considering say he's going to be a lead in the show with Maggie, who should hate his guts, you know, it's kind of like yeah. Guess get over yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. but yeah, I agree. But I like how they used him to go infiltrate it because he's the one person they didn't know. I also yeah. like that um, that um, I, I am like so bad at names. I keep thinking I always think of the actors' names because I talk to. Them, but um, the the big guy, the the soldier guy, Jerry. Yeah. No. Jerry? No. No. Oh, Michael Shaw, um, the, the the Commonwealth.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, oh my God, you made his name Mercer. You almost made his name <laughs> go out of my head too, Mercer. <laughs>
3: Mercer. Mercer. Is his name. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I like that Mer that he talked to Mercer, and and you know because he he gave Daryl's name, he listened to him, but also he's kind of like he he what he said was true. They're not following the rules, so why are you caring about it? You know. Um, And he just kind of went in. I I, I sort of liked his reunion with Carol. Um, I like, you know, the two of them together. I think that this episode shows, though, how um, sleazy uh, that, uh, what to say, Hornsby really is because of the fact that, like, they know that he's going to go after, which he does. He sends his people after the kids because he's going to use them. And, you know, they – that's what their kind of plan is is to get there before that happens, and then meanwhile the other ones will will take care of him um, and yeah there's just kind of the big the big confrontation, but a lot of it is uh, is them trying to get there i also there's a good action sequence the whole thing with the van with Daryl like when he's like I forget, like he jumps into the van. There's like a whole thing where they're fighting with the car chase and stuff. That well, was that was the cool. whole opening, the whole like cold open there,
2: and and beyond it. Yeah, that that was a pretty good long action scene there. With the mm-hmm. you know, um, it starts with it starts with the clip that we had previously seen of, of Maggie and Daryl, um, you know, killing those walkers in that house, and and the way it went on from brought them all all the characters in, and the minivan, and yeah, I thought that was a pretty one of the better action scenes that I've seen in a long time. I don't always love the way they're choreographed or edited or some of the preposterous things that happen. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Well, but it was the people uh, most. I mean, there were zombies in it too during yes. this because some of them did get eaten. But I mean, the majority of it was about them them going away from him and, and tricking him and everything. And I, I liked the way that, that they did it. Um, I also think it's a good thing that it seems like, you know, after this is, this part is over and this part is completed, kind of assume that the whole group's going to be back together again, which is, I think, when it's better. We get annoyed when there's, um, you know, when there's, like, ten separate groups or whatever, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was pretty solid. It was a lot of action. I agree with you. It was tense. Um, The second half of it's pretty good, too. I mean, this was sort of, I don't know if it was outright continued. I'm calling it continued because they gave us the two episodes that was, like, it was pretty much a two-parter, so, um, yeah, but I, I think the, the, the next one's pretty good, too. Um, I was reading some different people's things, though. I was really confused why, I think it was it Forbes. I want to say it was Forbes, but I'm not 100%, so don't quote me on that. But whoever I had read that had, it was one of the big, the big outlets, and they were, like, confused by the opening and didn't seem to understand that right away that that was Judith telling what happened. That was like really, really obvious, and I didn't understand why they didn't get that. Oh, I mean, I, didn't you agree that that was pretty I mean, obvious? I mean, I thought it was Judas giving the voiceover. Yes, I, I did think that. Um, I, I thought it sounded like her too, though. That's the part I didn't understand. I mean, I don't know. It sounded like her to me, and I saw one of the early cuts, so I don't know.
2: I mean, it may be harder for people to remember her. Vo- I mean. So she's growing up. She doesn't sound like a tiny little girl like she used to. The, like, so much time passes, and the actress, like, is, is growing, like, faster than Judith is growing, right? That's
3: um, true. That's true. So they adr that in after the whole season was filmed, too. So they, she could be yeah. technically even a lot older by that point. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was very obvious. I don't know that it was necessary, but I get that they did it. Like, this is the end of the show. They, and it worked as a recap. I mean, it was sort of like a, I don't know, I don't want to say a series recap. A little bit it was. Just sort of yeah. kind of saying we've went through all this shit. and. So yeah, yeah. I mean, all in all, I thought it was, a, it was a pretty decent episode. It didn't seem to have a lot of extra filler crap like some of them do. It moved along pretty well yes
2: and and the like the political side of it is working with working also I thought the way like finally the connie like the Connie storyline, which was so i mean it is still a little like let's not rehash the whole journalist thing from the last part that we watched, but you know that that there's that there's the people are like speaking up against Pamela. And um she's in total denial, and I I really enjoyed it. Who was it who says to her, I mean, it might be Yumiko, or is it uh, someone's brought before her, and she's like, my son didn't do it. And uh this person says, well, if your son didn't do it, it's Carol. Carol says, well, if your son yeah, didn't do it, says, Someone don't do you it. want to know, somebody must have done it, don't you want to know who did it? And Pamela's like, don't? Like, it hadn't even, like, occurred to her, right? Like, Pamela's just yeah, so like, concerned think... with her son. I...
3: Yeah, and I kind of question, and, and again, this is just sort of, I guess you really don't know, but wonder if she kind of figured her son did it, but it's kind of like this is her out. And I think that, yeah. that they're very smart for using that, you know, yeah, being like, true. well, you know, because they, they need her. I mean, even if they kill Hornsby, its I, I in no way think that Hornsby would, would kill them and win. I mean, I don't think anybody would, but if they just kill him it would be a big problem when they come back, you know, which is part of why they have to get their family safe in the first place, make sure nothing like bad goes down. But by doing this, it's kind of like they can solve their problem. So I, I like that they're kind of, that that's where they're heading with that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it seemed to be. I mean, Pamela's still pretty, I mean, there are still problems with this, and we'll see where it goes. But overall, like a pretty good, solid episode. Like none of it was, Dumb, nothing happened that you're like, there's no way they could walk that far in a day or that yeah, they, wasn't you know, really or, or out like, like not idiotic zombie attacks that you're like, come on, how come after all these years they can't, you know, um, but, yeah, pretty tense the whole time, pretty, like, even though, like, we know a lot of these people are not going to die, like, and we know all the, we know the kids, we know RJ and, and, um, was, aren't going to kill in this episode, right, um, I mean, and we don't know if Judith, I mean, they haven't been setting up, but the comic book really so much set up by this point, it really was Carl's story. Um, and Judith is not inheriting that, you know, Carl storyline. Uh, really, nobody has. Like, for a while, it looked like, um, uh, what's her name, Lydia might. Uh, nobody has really become, like, the way that the comic became the story of, like, Carl growing up and, like, taking over this role and becoming, like, the main character like that hasn't that's not where this is going um also no so i
3: don't you think know, it's are gonna do that with her because i don't think they're i mean that's not to say they couldn't have some kind of time jump but i don't think they're gonna i assume from what you're saying again obviously i haven't read the comics but you make it sound like they jump ahead with him and having him well, running things or am i misunderstanding well, no, because so i doubt that's ton- gonna happen with this I mean, there was a time jump, right? In the time that Herschel
2: and RJ, there was like a five-year time jump, right? If Carl was was one of the
3: I mean the end of the comics. The way you're saying it, you make it sound like Carl takes over the Commonwealth. I wasn't sure what you were getting at. I was just saying I don't think anything like that is going to happen anyway. Carl becomes really the center of the story is what I mean. Um, Okay. okay.
2: Uh, And it becomes Carl's story as much as Rick's or maybe more than Rick's and spoiler alert you know you know what happens in the in
3: comic book right like yeah I think everybody knows what happens in the comic book everybody knows Obviously, that Rick Grimes dies
2: as a yeah. Commonwealth right Rick Grimes dies and we know that yeah. Rick can't die and the thing is we know that the person who has sort of taken Rick's role which is mostly Daryl can't die because he has a new show I either yeah Maggie, Maggie can't die Carol can't die like, all these people can't die.
3: Well, so. to be fair, we don't know that – Carol isn't going to be in the spinoff, but I think that that decision was made after a lot of this was written, so I kind of doubt yes. she dies. Yes, um, that decision was made I, after this I was written, was my understanding also. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, but, yeah, we kind of know that's not going to happen. I mean, I think there's a good chance she may even come back in the finale, and I have no idea, but I assume that that's yeah. a good possibility. Uh, at this yeah. point, considering they've announced yeah. the other series finally. Um Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know. But um either way, it was pretty good. So
2: Yes at this point I was just good willing really glad to cool see part. like a a good solid, you know, hour of Walking Dead that didn't really have anything that irritated me. <laughs>
3: Which like, has not happened in a long, long time. Right? <laughs> I mean,
2: was it the greatest hour of television I've ever seen? No. But it was the best hour of Walking Dead in years, in my opinion. In
3: yeah. years. Well, except for that Haunted House one with Connie. That one was really Oh, good. that was pretty good. That we, was pretty good, yeah. We, we both liked that oh, a yeah. lot. Um, okay. Well, that's good. Well, we probably should move on. Um, yeah. I'll just say on. uh, what uh, is the, the one interview is up at Sci-Fi Vision, and there's two, at least two more coming. So Who's it with? Uh, the first one I put up, I forget which one I put up. Is that really bad? I have so many going in my head at once of like, wait a second. Um, It was with uh, Seth, uh, who plays uh, Gabriel. um, I'm like mixing up, calling them the wrong things. Aaron, who plays Ross, who plays Aaron, and um, Hornsby. Josh, who plays Hornsby. Okay. That's the first one I saw. Um, and then I all have right, two
2: sure, more of them. So. Interesting characters. Um, yeah.
3: yeah, they weren't necessarily featured. In, all three of them weren't necessarily featured in this episode per se, but, uh, you know, we do with the guests. So, so yeah. it was a good interview.
2: Well, all I right, mean, that's that's what happens. If we're bringing the gang back together for these final eight, then nobody really, it, you know, will it be more ensemble and less standout individuals? Which might be fine, right? With us as this moves yeah, towards the exactly. end, you know, yeah.
3: That's fine if yeah. that's the case. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's about it. And unless you have anything right. else to add. All right. Nope. You, what do you want to do? What would you next? guys
0: like to do next? You want to
2: do when Resident, Resident, Resident Alien? Alien? Let's talk about the season finale of Resident Alien. Yes. Let's talk about that. Because we all last week said we felt like last week would have been a perfectly fine season finale, and what were they going to do in this episode, right? Um, yeah, I so, almost kind
3: of liked the other ending a little better, if I'm honest.
2: I mean, too, kind of. What?
3: Like I, I felt like it was fine. I feel like, I feel like Harry took ten steps back in this episode because really? he's just. Because he's just, like, all four. Now, granted, let, let me rephrase it. At the end of the episode, obviously, he decides not to leave. But through the whole episode, he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll go. And, like, he doesn't seem to even think there's anything wrong with that as much as he's always like, I got to protect Asa. And he's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, but obviously, he decides not to do that in the end. Okay, um, but he was, he was going to
2: go, Jamie, to protect his own child. Like, I think that was a point that the calculus had changed for
3: Harry. He had a child now to protect. That's true. But he still was going to leave everybody else to die. So he may learn one lesson, but not all the lessons. Let's put it that way. But the the point is, in the end, he he decides to save his son, but also he's going to stay and help them. So he makes the right choice in the end. It just through through a lot of it, you weren't sure. uh, I don't know if I like that he sent his son up and like. I mean, I guess he did it to protect him, but I don't know that that was necessarily the right decision, but I guess I understand why they did that for the show. Wait, you just said he made the right choice, and now you're saying he didn't make the right choice? No, I'm saying he did it – he made the right choice in staying to help humanity, but I'm saying I don't know that I think he made the right choice sending his son up to fend for himself, but – um, at the same time, that's not how they are as aliens, and his son will probably be fine. But, like, I would have liked if he would have kept his son there. That's just my own personal opinion, because I thought the storyline with the alien was cute. I liked the little thing. It, it was an interesting storyline, and obviously that's not going to be there now.
2: Okay. I have no idea if what I
3: said makes sense, but that's what's coming out of my okay.
2: that's just That's just kind of funny coming from someone who,
3: like me, He's an baby alien baby. baby. I'm allowed to like alien babies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I know. It, usually I don't want the baby to stick around. You're right. You're 100% right. You are 100 percent right do not want me to I, stick I around. Like the little, but I like the little alien baby. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was expensive.
2: It was one of the few pieces yes,
3: of special effects on the show. They were blowing all their money on it. Yes, which is one of the reasons they probably had him send it up. Um, I think kind of the the – Biggest part though of the episode is, and, and we can talk about the rest of it first. But obviously, the ending is kind of like the the big shock of of it all, which I didn't see coming.
2: Wait, um, what was that?
3: We'll we'll get to that. Hello, but ben. also we have, yeah. Oh, but also I know. We have Darcy. Before we get to that, talking. we have Darcy finds out because I, I forgot. We got to talk about Darcy. Finally. Finally, I I really hoped if somebody found out it was going to be Liv. But I like that Darcy found out, and I think it's so funny and so Darcy that, like, she doesn't even care. <laughs> it's just I, – I think it worked very well the way they did that. AJ, get, get your word
2: in so edge-wise.
0: I think, um, you know, uh, the whole thing with Harry, I thought it was typical Harry. I, I thought it was, you know – Harry Harry has an idea. He goes with it, and it's a progression. Like pretty much every episode, it's a progression for him to get to the point where he realizes that he's not making the best choice. And by the time he gets to the, you know, the point of no return, he gets to the right answer and the right way to do things. Um, so I thought that that whole sequence was was classic Harry. Um. I was thrilled when Darcy found out. I was so happy. Because, um, honestly I'm getting a little tired of of nobody knowing. Um, you know, um, Liv has gotta be let in next. Liv has gotta find out. I just I can't can deal so. with Liv not knowing anymore. Um but the but Darcy the Darcy, the reveal to Darcy was great. She's like, Oh my god, everything makes so much sense now And he's like, <laughs> you know, and he, he starts, I don't know what he was saying to her, and she's like, yeah, I don't even care about that. <laughs> and he, she goes back to ask, you know, ask the, so um But it was funny when he's like, go to the bunker. And she's like, you have a bunker? And he's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's the end of the world bunker. Wait, end of the world? <laughs> it's like, we'll talk later, go. <laughs> um
3: the thing that's I funny like is to that, her it makes sense that he killed him or something. Like, she doesn't even really know what happened. She's yeah. just, like, makes sense that everything is well, so no, screwed up.
0: No, that. they explained they explained everything to her off screen because we didn't need to see it again because we already know it all. I, I don't want to spend half the episode with them explaining everything to no, Darcy. No, no, you're right. Um,
1: you're
0: right. I like that General McAllister um, and and ha- Harry are going to work together now. Um I, I kind of like when enemies end up working together, you know. Because, like, the thing about McAllister is she's misguided. Like, you know, she has this trauma from a, being, when like she was that. a child. Yeah. She she has this trauma from when she was a child. And while she knows there's different alien races, she kind of treats them all as bad. Now, granted, Harry did come there originally to blow up the planet. Um, yeah, but now true. that they realize they have a common enemy, I think that's going to be some fun um at, you know on, and honestly i think i think i look at last week as the finale and i look at this the, the actual finale as kind of like a uh a oh, preview of setting up next week or next week next season um because it's you know i mean had we not gotten the 16th episode i would have been fine you know this just mm-hmm. this episode just completely moved on, um, and the whole Ben storyline, uh, him being abducted. I kind of had a feeling last week. I had a theory at first that he was going to be. This? Well, I was briefly. About him being okay, hold, hold I was on. All right, about... sorry. sorry,
2: sorry. sorry. Go ahead.
0: Hold Go on. Ahead. Last week, I when I first started watching last week's episode, I had a theory at the end of the episode that Ben was. Um, Peter's son. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. and then that came turned out not to be. But as soon as Kate wakes up and she sees him sleepwalking out, I'm like, he's totally an abductee. He's been getting abducted since he was a kid. I was like, it's so obvious, you know, because they just sprung this on us out of nowhere. You know, just the way he described it, he's laying in his bed and he can't talk to his parents and everybody's looking down at him around him. I'm like, oh, he's absolutely an abductee. So, I wasn't really surprised by the ending. However, I wa- they did catch me with the baby when he's like, oh, your son is here too. That did, catch- that <laughs> did surprise me. I hadn't even <laughs> considered that, that they, you know, that they, um, with the, you know, because false positives and stuff happen all the time. So, I thought, okay, you know what, whatever. But, you know, didn't think nothing of it. I, and then they did that, and I was like, aha. I was like, now I get it. The, now it kind of makes sense.
3: Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say, that that part was shocking. The the only thing is, I feel like they use, I want to say, I feel like they use the baby storyline for shock value, and if you think about it and take too long on it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, because she obviously was not really pregnant long enough for it. Now, I guess you can say they're aliens. They could have taken it when it was still not a baby and grown it and whatever. So you can kind of pull it off but I mean when they took it when they took you know Peter's baby she was really pregnant and clearly um his wife was not but I mean it is what it is I can buy it but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense let's put it that way yeah I mean I I wasn't
2: surprised at all because I I had that feeling last week that like with Ben's um sleepwalking that they were setting it up that he was being abducted during those times um and I I feel like we uh, we talked about it more but maybe we didn't last week but I definitely had that feeling and was not at all surprised yeah the baby is here yeah. Kate was pregnant for like thought she was pregnant for like two seconds um previously and so the child was abducted out of the womb and it's all been yeah they kind of sprung the sleepwalking out of nowhere and the pregnancy I guess they've been setting that up for us for a while um um. So I guess that was kind of interesting. I'm not really sure where that's gonna go. Um, I don't know how many seasons this show can like go on and still be good. We've gotta to get to some sort of climax of the of this. I do like McAllister. I do like as AJ does, that Harry Finn over McAllister. I yeah, yeah, so now Ben is gonna be a believer, I guess, if he remembers it does seem that they like kinda wipe your memory before they send you back, right? People don't remember being abducted, um, and Ben doesn't. But uh, it will be annoying for Ben to know before Liv, if he does, um, or if Liv's going to put it together. But I I guess we're coming to a place where most of the characters will start to know, and Harry will have a group of people maybe helping him or working with him or against him or uh, something. Uh, Mike, Sheriff Mike, will probably, I mean, he seems that he's coming around to starting to believe Liv, right?
3: Mm-hmm. I think though it would be funnier if Liv knows and he doesn't know. Like I don't know that he needs well, yeah, to know but, because he yeah. he'll to be, know. like the comic relief with it, you know. I mean he'll know. He's coming around now to be to, to believe her, you know, and support her. So right, right. when I she mean, knows it's about Harry, not about aliens. But, but, yeah.
2: When she knows he will not he will know soon after. He said he's you know, he said in this episode that he it, you know, if she thinks it's aliens, he'll if she mentions aliens, he'll listen to her this time. Um so I don't know if he really believes or if he's just humoring her to try to be a friend, but I think they're setting it up for, for him to, that's how he's going to come to know, know also. Sure. Right. Yeah. I, I, I like the stuff
3: with her in the van, too, and the fact that he stuck up for her. I really like that. Yeah.
0: I I I feel like Mike is the furthest away from finding out, but I can't wait until he does because I think he's going to have the best reaction of anybody. It's going to be hilarious just because of the way, just because the type of person Mike is.
1: Oh
0: yeah, he's going to absolutely he's going to ask all he's going to ask really inappropriate questions. Yeah, and I, mean, I think he. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, no, I think, but I think he was, you know, he's, he's the proof. He's all in. He, he, he's a, he's a law enforcement guy and a protector, and he would be, I think, all in on like
1: saving yeah. the world, right? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I
3: like that. But I just think he'll have really, like, there'll be a lot of really funny lines. That's all. I just can see it being yeah. very funny. All right. So, well, I think. I think that was about yeah, everything. I, oh, oh, happened, I was going to yeah. say, when he was handcuffed, when he came in with Mac- McAllister, that was funny, and she's yeah. like, really? <laughs> like, even she wasn't that stupid. Um, so that um, was cute. Uh,
2: Yeah. I, I enjoyed when he was saying goodbye to Max, uh, when Harry yes, said goodbye to Max. Draw, yeah, that was uh, good. That yeah, was I mean, I, I, Jamie, I personally am glad the baby is gone because I don't really, I mean, I, so I... I'm not sure I agree with you that he made the right choice. Like, I think wanting to leave, like, to save his child and let the earth get blown up, like, whatever, that, to me, might could be the right choice um, to save his son. And I'm pretty sure AJ would take his family and leave us all behind if he had the opportunity, right? If,
1: uh, if we yeah, couldn't blame him.
2: We couldn't hey, blame I him for saving his saying. family, right? Like, yeah. I'm and I'd be like, whatever, AJ. Better it's save his, his kids. Save everybody. So, and I mean, son. I think, I, I mean, it's not, Better, maybe. I don't know. Like, he keeping the child on the planet puts the child in jeopardy. Like, you're going to, like, the Earth's going to going to get blown up, and you have the chance to send your kids away, and you don't, and you keep them with you. Like, okay, like, novels have been written about that, but whatever. Like, I can see the decision. I also, okay, aside from it being expensive CGI, like, the baby is purely, a, the, the storyline has, has run its course. The baby exists only yeah. so that Harry could get the, the story from Goliath, right? The baby's a MacGuffin. Right. Yeah. And the baby only exists for the oh, airline. Right. And and there's not any sort of storyline other than comic relief for the baby. And and honestly, it has to appear to everyone else as the grown child that it appears as, right? Mhm. First of all I thought that yeah. that humans couldn't even see aliens unless they have the genetic predisposition. So that's why some people only see it as the child body that it took, right? As the eight-year-old child. I forget that kid's name. Yeah, right. what? Well, well,
3: never and, sees him human until he gave him that i and like that's right. Well, I hadn't yeah. even thought about it that way.
0: Unless the, chi- unless the child transforms the into an alien shape. Yeah,
3: and the, ch- the child's unless a hybrid, the trans- right? It, 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 yeah, the, yeah, I've yeah, said that many times. Forming maybe I think that's a little different. Which
0: answered, which answers your question, Karen, because um, you, we kept tr- we weren't sure if it's if they're like asexual when they reproduce or if you know how it works exactly with them. Um, but the fact that they kept calling it a hybrid would mean that that alien woman that Goliath was involved with had to have some assistance Wait, in making the child the
2: human woman yeah the human the human mother I'm trying to remember. They,
0: they did when not say that say but why else like, would it be a hybrid but, but jamie but no, jamie it, did it has they if say it's a hybrid,
3: hybrid or Are we saying it's a hybrid when did yeah. they say that yeah. oh What's yeah no, no no no
0: they said it like five times in the episode okay. they said hybrid but child yeah, like I ten I times the
3: same thing it transformed yeah no they said yeah well then he had to i guess i guess it had to be half human they just never really they never they, they've never dead. explained it to they,
0: us, how it works.
2: No, but yeah. she was like his wife, right? Or, she, I mean, had a long-term relationship with Something.
0: Goliath. So, as far as the baby, though, I'm glad the baby's gone, too. The only slight reason I'm not happy the baby's gone is because I think Sahar and the baby were great together. I would have loved to seen that yeah. relationship develop. But otherwise...
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's no storyline there. <laughs>
3: the yeah. fact, I was so, MacGuffin to the fact that he named it Bridget. He gave it a girl's name because of the whole because of
0: what she said. Because well, it's a bridge. Because it's a bridge.
3: It's a bridge. Yeah, Back to no.
0: yeah, and there you go. Yeah, it's a bridge between human and alien. Yeah,
1: because
0: it's a hybrid. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. So, Andor or long... She-Hulk or Quantum Leap?
3: She-Hulk. Half an We're hour. Hanging out. With the vampire? <laughs> we have that too. Oh, and who's the vampire? Yeah.
0: Well, she not not Android, I wrote, well, yeah. them, so I I figured Save I figured we'd safe interview I figure we interview after we do the, the, the shows that are gonna take us five minutes.
3: Yeah Okay. You wanna do she Hulk then? Yeah. Oh Claude, my family is so rude. I'm just sorry if you heard that. I think that was my father. Nope. Okay, good. He got away he got away with it. He got away with <laughs> we'll it. just say good and leave it in well,
2: that. With that. <laughs> um Okay. Okay. I thought this was a cute episode. Um, you know, this show, this episode in particular is an episode that really has nothing to do at all with Jen being a Hulk. And this could have been an episode of any sitcom that I've ever watched where a woman, a, a, a together woman and a bunch of like, you know, ill-behaved, uh, uh, ill developed men um, you, you know form her support group I mean we've seen this this is like an episode of like uh, i don't know i don't watch sitcoms but like I feel like I've, I've seen this could be any show ever right this had almost nothing to do with the fact it had nothing to do with the fact that she was a hulk um, except yeah. that she like she appears as a Hulk. I did feel really bad for Jen, although I, I wonder if this I, I, and I was thinking that the episode was going to end that she was wrong and he's been calling her or he couldn't call because he was in a car accident or that he's going to turn out. So I was
3: kind of surprised yeah, at the yeah, end. Me too. Really, I kind of figured the way they were going that he probably was involved. But I don't know that I, I kind of through most of it thought that you did that it was going to end up he was calling her. But then at a certain point I'm like, I bet that he is bad. And that sucks. Like I didn't want him to be, but I kind of started to think that he was just the way they were doing it. Well, we don't um, know what he is. I mean, well, that's to true. me. That's, we that's don't know true. what he is, but he's but doing something really, secretive and taking her blood. The really, the really creepy is part he, of it. That group? Wait, let me, let me, let me. The really
2: creepy part of it to me is not that. So he, so he, he duplicates her phone for some reason, right? And then he takes a picture of her naked sleeping in bed. That was the. That was to me, the most, like, horror, but kind of, like, over it, the edge a little bit for this very light 30-minute comedy. I was like, holy crap, he just took a picture of her, like, sleeping naked in her bed after he had sex with her. Creeper! fuck was that, you guys? Um, that bothered me a, more so than than duping her phone. That's fair.
3: But he did it for that group. He's part of that group. What he, group? He posted what it group? or whatever. He, what do you mean, what group? He, he, he took... When he took the picture or whatever, I, I forget exactly what happened, but after he took the picture, like, he sent it to that, that group that's, like, against She-Hulk that's trying to kill him. Like, he, that was what he took the picture for because it said something on his phone. Maybe she, he didn't say it out loud. I thought he did. But, like, um, he was taking it. It was That was my understanding. That I can't remember I the name of the group. That. But the I did one not that that that. I the, see the that. How did you not see that? Works I did not see that. Kind of keeps not telling her. I'd have to go back and see it, but I'm pretty sure that when he took it he he posted when he posted like the little text he did, it was like a blood drop or something. I forget exactly what he texted. I don't even remember okay. now. But whatever okay. it was after he took the picture, that was my understanding he that he was sending he it to that group.
0: I, I know, <laughs> he I he know.
3: Posted, and he pays attention to well, no, no.
0: no, I no, I know 'cause I I had nothing to do with the comic book I know because I watched the episode. All right. Let me let me help Karen out here. Okay. So I too kept thinking that it was going to turn out that Josh was in a car accident or somebody kidnapped him because he was with her. You know, I thought, you know, especially once she deleted him from her phone, I was like, oh my God, this is totally going to turn out that he isn't an asshole until they do three hours earlier or whatever the night before, whatever the hell they did. And you see him sneaking out of bed and he is, Texting whoever is running Intelligentsia. Intelligentsia is that Reddit type play, forum that hates She-Hulk, and it's down with She-Hulk and blah 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 whatever. All right, it's not a, it's it's clearly it's not something as simple as that. And because either uh, the week before we saw the group of scientists uh, that were trying to replicate her blood, um, you know, and they were in, said intelligentsia on the wall there somewhere. So intelligentsia is some kind of evil corporation that's trying to get her blood. Um, Josh works for intelligentsia and texted that's, somebody that's, at, in, right. texted somebody at Angel- okay. yeah, intelligentsia saying that he got her blood and that's why he and the picture was like proof of I, I want to say proof of death, but he didn't kill her. So, you know, like, like you ever see, like, a, a, a mobster movie or something, they, like, take a picture proof to show of life, that they killed yeah. the person? Yeah. Well, he's this is, like, proof of, yeah, proof I got her blood.
3: How did he get That's her why blood he took the picture. No, I have to question that as well. Like, that's kind of she really was you drunk, more creepy know. care taking a picture if he got her blood. The needle.
0: Maybe the he needle, got her uh, DNA. She didn't.
3: Maybe
2: it's not. feel it. She didn't wait, come, come it on, come, the, come on, come on. Not all at the same time.
0: She she, she, <laughs> she didn't feel it in her sleep? I don't know. Um, the point is, he got her blood, and now Intelligentsia has it. So, that that's that. Um, I really enjoyed the group session. I thought that whole thing at Blonsky's retreat was done really well. Um, funny thing about Porcupine that you guys probably don't know, and probably a lot of people don't know. Um, I, I love the little fun Easter eggs they throw in there. Um, Porcupine is one of Ant-Man's oldest villains. <laughs> Not one of his greatest really? villains, but one of his oldest nemesis. Um, and the uh, Michael Douglas Ant Man, Hank Pym's Ant Man, at least in the comics. I don't know whether what's you his know. superpower. And you probably uh, he's a por he's porcupine. <laughs> he, he shoots quills at you it's, or something. Ba- basic is basically, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and then he takes, or, he, or, or he takes or he takes or he takes the or, or he takes the mask off to totally disgust you by the smell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so I, I enjoyed all that So, but it's funny because the past couple of weeks I've been complaining I'm like you know after episode 5 I was like alright we got 4 episodes left they've got to get into the overarching story now there's got to be more you know and then nothing yeah. and I'm like what the hell's going on here and now we got you know this was just episode 7 and, and now I'm like oh it's been there all along it's just been really 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 subtle so, yeah, apparent, you know, so you know, but you go back to episode. I want to say episode three when that guy that was in the the, the group um, when they attacked her with the Asgardian tools, they were trying to get her blood also. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if I, I I feel like I feel like this 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 website. The I don't think like Josh might not even know who he's specifically working for. Um, I yeah, feel like, like Josh. I, I I like I, I think what it, it Josh and and the guys with the the tools I think they saw the website and there was like on the website one of the threads said hey a million dollars to anyone who can get me She-Hulk's blood so those guys tried they failed miserably Josh was like yeah, hey I don't
3: think She-Hulk's
0: at, Hey bad. hey hey she hulks at this wedding and I'm going to I'm going to make myself you know some money and get her blood um, I think Possible. that's possibly how it, it is. I don't because otherwise I think it's Possible. pretty convenient that he is friends with the groom of you know the you know he's friends with the groom and that Jen just happens to be friends with this woman who has she hasn't talked to in eight years <laughs> and that Jen is like you know what I mean like the, the fact that okay, they came that- together like that is a coincidence. I yeah. think it was a I think it was a situation of circumstance where he saw this website and he was like, Hey, look what just fell into my lap.
1: Alright,
2: I like your theory, but that could be a lie. We never saw him talk to the groom. He told Jen he's friends with the
3: groom. Right? Hmm. That's the point. He was standing in he was, was lined no, up I, with I, the groom. He t- was he? <laughs> yes. Okay, did uh-huh. you say so? I didn't I, like I don't remember yeah. ever
2: seeing him with anybody except Jen at that
0: wedding. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah, he was I mean, there. I don't, Did you say
3: so. I was just not remembering
0: it. Karen, you, are, yeah. Karen? You should pay attention to the episodes. Uh,
3: sometimes,
2: sometimes, sometimes you know, I, I,
0: I know, mean, I know.
2: I don't pay that I much agree. attention because because up until now, the wedding now, episode
0: was weak. You
2: the wedding episode yet. and this episode. I mean, like this show is basically like Ally McBeal. Like it's the story of a young woman trying to like get like get ahead at the law firm and find a boyfriend. Right? That was like the entire See, plot of Ally McKeel. Yeah, like and that's that. all Jen has done for this, mo- except for having See? an archenemy, Titania, which is basically Georgia, Billy's wife. Right?
0: Uh, See? I mean, but here's the thing. That, and, that's what, and look what they did to us. Because they were like, oh, this is just a fun show. We didn't catch all the nuances all the way through. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I didn't either because I was like, oh, "Fucking cartoon, Ally McBeal, whatever." Uh, let me like uh, let me like also do my nails while I watch this, right? Yeah,
3: um, I, I was going to say though, I, I do think what you're saying makes a lot of sense because I don't think that guy at the group was like bad and evil. Um, okay, Jamie, also- you have you. You need to see some nuance between bad, evil, full like. When like, I say evil, could, I mean I don't think he's an evil killer that works for that company. I think, like AJ said, there was a reason he was, like, okay. willing to try to get her blood. I don't think he still works for them. Is that, that better explanation? I yeah, think that there's yeah, also I, a possibility that the website is a cover and that the website is really somebody that just hates She-Hulk and that this government company continue. or whatever is using it. Is, yeah, is using that website. It's like, let's go to all these people that hate She-Hulk. And we can get them to do our dirty work. I also think that's a possibility.
0: Yes. That's, that's kind of what I, I, mean, I was saying.
3: Yeah. It, Titania could
2: be, Titania is a ridiculous character, a, a ludicrous character um, with, like, the resources at her disposal, right? Um, which, like, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Titania is a problem for me on the show. She's poorly developed and has ridiculous like, abilities and resources and is like, I'm sorry, why are you? Why are you getting she hulk You have equal powers and more money. Uh, and apparently has a global cosmetics empire. So why are you? Right. But she could be t- Like, I hope it's not going to be too tied in with her. But, they, like, she could. Like, I don't think she's in charge of them, whoever the whoever intelligence no. they are. But she could be involved oh, yeah. with them I, I have, because she also hates I have skin.
0: theories, but.
2: Yeah, keep your theories to yourself. I don't want to
0: see. I am. <laughs>
2: no spoilers yet. Um. Uh. So yeah, poor Jen. So, so yeah, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that he. Okay, I'm not glad that he um, is a bad guy who used Jen, but I'm kind of glad that a bad guy used Jen instead of just a string of normal jerks using Jen <laughs> that we've seen until now, right? Um, uh, and that there's more to it than just Jen's, like, unfortunate dating life. Um, I would always like to see more of Jen's assistant, who, to me, is one of the best characters on the show. Um, we can get to see her in this episode. I don't think I miss her when I don't see her. But yeah, I thought the I thought the group therapy she was good, even though it's something that's kind of been done before. Um, no. Anyway. How many episodes this was episode seven? So we get what, three we more got maybe? Two left. Two more. Two left. All right. Great. All right, shall we keep... It's a quarter of 10, a quarter of 11. Maybe we should be moving right along here.
0: And or Quantum Leap. Does
3: Jamie watch leap? Nope,
0: let's
3: do Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap.
0: Oh, you're not watching
3: Andor?
1: Okay. Quantum Leap was the
2: boxing episode where he goes back to the 70s to be a boxer. Well, I guess put in a boxer's body. Um. The case of the week was kind of weak. I thought the whole, like, boxing scenario and how he's back there to, like, save the brother's life and in the last, like, very, very last minute of the episode. Not the very – okay, not the very last minute, but it's very, very late in the episode where Ashton's like, I've seen this before. It's PTSD. Have him look you in the eye. And then he's like, oh, promise me you'll go to the doctor. As if – as if – I mean – I get that this is not a heavy drama and it's a light show, but can every person, I'm I'm sorry, PTSD doesn't get cured by you just ask a person to go to the doctor and they say yes, right? Like it was fairly, it's like, wow, they solved this guy's like intense, like psychological trauma from being in a war just by finally his brother saying go to the doctor for me. It was a little, but look, uh, this show is not, this is, the original was not a heavy show, and this is not a heavy show. I probably need to let that go, right?
3: No, but to um, be fair, I don't know that they're saying that just him agreeing to go to the doctor fixed it. I think it's more like it started a chain of events that once he was willing to get help, that he was able to get help. I mean, they didn't really go into it, but that was more how I took it. I didn't necessarily think that yeah. it was like, oh, suddenly he's all better. Um, well, I mean, just, no, 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 he did go, go to the
2: doctor, but that that, that uh, this person would be like, Oh, you're not, oh, you are not. Oh, refuse to box? Okay, I'll go to the doctor. Like, it's just not that easy. Like, it's not that, that easy to yeah. get a person to... No, yeah,
3: I, you're right I,
2: with that. I, I mean, I, I, it made a little... It really oversimplified the difficulty it is to get a person into treatment and to treatment to be available, but whatever. Um,
1: yeah. In general...
2: Would be hard. In general, I found it to be pretty weak um, and... But I'm glad that the Janice thing advanced a little bit and and it's becoming clearer that Janice is not a force for good with these people. Like, it hasn't been clear to me if Janice...
3: I I don't know if we know that, though. I I mean,
2: we don't know that. Oh, no, she drugged her mother. Get yeah, get the technology, okay? <laughs> so I think that's an indication that she's not, like, necessarily having good intentions or intentions that mesh with the people on the show, the other people on the show. Well, she drugged her mother. When when a person on the yeah, light dramedy drugs their mother, it's a sign that they're a villain.
3: Right. But I guess what I'm saying is, she was willing to do whatever to get the tech. We don't necessarily know that the reason she's using the tech, like is she necessarily trying to hurt Ben or is she doing something that Ben wanted her to do? I feel like we really don't know that yet, but yeah, are right. It's not okay. She drugs her mother.
1: I agree
3: with that part. Also, but, um, also the part, the part where your own mother thinks you're
2: up to no good. She had to drug her mother because her mother thinks she's up to no good. Like her mother doesn't trust her. Her mother doesn't like think that she can handle it, and so she drugged her mother. These are just. These are just. Listen, no, Jamie. These no. are just flat. Th- these are flashing lights telling us that she's a villain on the show and not going to like join their
3: team. I think. I think these are flashes. As a TV show, you're probably right, but you're probably right. But I'm just saying we don't know for sure. But, or it's, um, the or it's a, a
0: misdirect.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. kind of my yeah. thing. I wonder that it might be. But there's also, because the, her mother did, like, ruin her whole career. Not that that makes it okay for you to drug your mother. I'm not saying that. But, um, <laughs> you know, she was willing to do what she had to do. But the other thing I think that's important in this episode is the idea that he's going further back in time, like he's, like, slingshotting or whatever, in order to make him able to go back further. I think that was sort of an important part. Oh, that, because, well,
0: that's one of, because of the th- That's one of the rules.
2: One of the rules is you can't go back yeah. past your own lifetime.
0: Right. Yeah, well,
3: he found a way around it.
2: Well, he thinks he found a way around it. We haven't seen it happen yet. Yeah. And we might not be able to find out. Was this episode before his birth? Was was, he not
3: born in the 70s? Yeah, he's too young. If he was born in the 70s, he'd be like in his 40s. Well, no, he'd be like in his 50s. I was born in 82. Well, I was born in 82. I'm 40, so he could be. But I I thought that they said something like that this was before his birth, because that's where they said about how he did it. That was my understanding. Yeah, right. he already did. Yeah. but I guess it's irrelevant. The point is, he he found out how to do it. Is the is the point? Because wherever yeah. he's trying to go is like further distance or time or whatever that yeah. he's approaching. And now they have AJ, a reason that he's going to be gone for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have a
2: reason to not solve it, and for the show to have multiple seasons of him traveling in time. Yeah, um, AJ, how did you how did you like the episode, AJ?
0: Um. Pretty much the same problem I've had with it so far. I I mean, it's only episode three, but I feel like there is. They they haven't found the nice balance between the real world stuff and Ben. Um, Yeah. There's just there's no strength to Ben's character, and I mean, and Addison has got to go. Have Ziggy have a uh, you know have Ziggy have have some kind of thing where something happens to Ziggy and Addison can't get to him right away or something because she is literally there ninety percent of the time we see Ben. Ninety percent of the time we see Ben, we see Addison. That was one of the great things about the original quantum leap was Al wasn't always there. Yes, Al was there to tell him, hey, this is what we think. Hey you know, and, and there to help him at times and stuff, but Sam was a, by himself a lot and had to kind of like fly by the seat of his pants and figure stuff out. You know, there was some, I remember there was some episodes of Quantum Leap where he'd be 20 minutes into the episode before Al showed up and Sam is just bumbling along before that, which is what made yeah. it fun. You know?
2: Yeah. Uh, I agree. Too ben
0: much, Ben has not how to do that. I mean, she, yeah, Addison, too much Addison. Gotta cut back on Addison helping him. Um, the real-world stuff I'm enjoying because I feel like the real-world stuff is going to get us to... like I don't know. I guess for me, the best part about this show is fixing the finale of the original one. <laughs> However, I don't know if they're going to get a chance to do that because the ratings like, are not... Awesome. Yeah. They, the ratings are not good. Um, they But they've got to find a happy medium of real world verse um, Ben. I mean, and and honestly, I mean, I almost feel like, I feel like it should be more, and and it's a a little different show because of what they're doing, what's happening in the real world. But I mean, I feel like it should be 25, 75, you know, in favor of Ben. I, I think we need more nuance to the story of where he is. And I agree with what Karen said and what Jamie said. Actually, I agree with both of you um, to the point of it's these, these missions that Ben has had to handle have been very simple. There's been no real adversity to what he's had to do. Um, you, make, you, you give us more time there and, and flesh out the, the supporting characters and Ben as whatever person he's left into, it creates more nuance. It creates more story. and It just it overall helps the show. And I mean, one thing of the original Quantum Leap is they dealt with a, I mean, you yeah, remember this was the late '80s, early '90s, and they dealt with a lot of
1: mm-hmm.
0: issues of, you know, when he, he leaping into women and seeing the bullshit that they, you know, women have gone. I mean, obviously you guys know, uh, yep. <laughs> but the, you know the type of stuff in the job world that you know he. I remember he leapt into a secretary one time and the boss was constantly hitting on her and everything, you know, and yep. Sam got to walk a mile in her shoes. It really brought to the forefront what, you know, the, the stuff women went to, through in the seventies and he, you know, looked into a, a black guy in the sixties and the stuff he had, to, you know, you know, deal mm-hmm. with and everything. And it really brought real world stuff to the forefront through these characters Sam was playing. And I'm not getting that from Ben so far. Granted, we live he in a different also, world now. The time, the times that he's leaping to, are are a little different. But at the same time, it's just like, like like last week's episode, he he jumps into. it was a made up astronaut, but somebody that's supposed to be like the first Asian American astronaut. Look, give us more of that. Give us more of what that means and what it means. And, and Ben being Asian himself, what that means to him and the surrounding, you know, everything surrounding him.
2: That part was good. It's just, but it's just I, not,
0: I mean,
2: yeah. I have to agree with you that Sorry, Addison made it too Addison made it too easy for him to be in the space shuttle and not know what the hell he's doing. And Addison made it like Addison taught him how to box in four minutes, right? Like that was kind of ridiculous, also. So well, I
3: agree with you that, you know that there's way. I just want to cut in really quick and say one thing. Yeah. I felt like that with, with the astronaut that there's no way she could have taught him that stuff because I said that last week. Yeah, but I kind they of trained there a little bit Because I felt like the same thing about the boxing. But then after I thought about it, she didn't teach him how to box. He was supposed to have a photographic memory. So it was almost like they choreographed his fight. It was more like a dance than a fight because all he had to know was when to punch. His body would have done the rest because he had like that muscle memory. So I feel like that was a little more possible. I also want to make a mention that I I got to look up who wrote this episode because I also want to mention that that other boxer was from freaking Youngstown. Like, they never put that in a show. Like, that's not, like, a big town. That's where I went to school at. That's pretty cool. I what? thought that was interesting. <laughs> I had mentioned
1: that.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I really, yeah. I, I mean, I kind
2: of just, uh, I, okay, I get it that they kind of choreographed the fight. I, I I just don't think having a photograph, like, AJ, if you had a photographic memory, I, I like, I just don't think, Yes, he's got the other guy's body, but he's still got to take a punch. He's still going to be, like, being fuzzy-headed from mm-hmm. being punched. In- like, boxers take a beating. Like, like, okay, you know how Rocky, when he got the shit beat out of him, he could barely, like, see or communicate? Like, isn't that what Ben would be like? Um, never yeah. having taken a puncher with the floor. And that Addison was like, oh, conveniently, a computer. Also, like, they didn't have a video of it. The computer, like, predicted what have, like I don't know if there was a film of it that Zig, I think it was Ziggy
3: film. So
2: Ziggy also is making it too easy. Like I think there's too much Ziggy yeah. and there's too much Addison. Um and and I'm with AJ that like that like Sam was on his own a lot in the original. Um Sam had more kind of real life situations. Sam also AJ, remember he would like multiple times like like he would he he'd bounced into some guy's body and the guy has a wife or the guy's a fiance or the guy has a woman who's after him or the guy's having an affair. And like
1: yeah. Sam
2: was routinely in this situations where like women, like his wife would be expecting that, you know, something's going to happen tonight between the sheets right. and he's not into it because he's not attracted He's not her husband. He's not like, there were these sticky situations that he was in. And now we're going to have it thrown in that Addison's his fiance. And like, I, I don't know. I, I think you're right. They need to get... I feel like I'm watching two different shows also. Like, I'm watching Ben in the past, and then there's half the show is like Ian. And I do like the character, Ian, like trying to figure out who hacked into Ziggy, and there's like a whole... Like, I'm watching a second show going at the same time, right? So mm. I hope they figure that out a little bit as we go forward. I don't yeah, like well, dislike right the now, show necessarily.
0: Right. No. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't dislike it either. It's just right now the, the real world is better than the past. And that's not how it should be. <laughs> that is not a good strength. Leap, yeah. That's actually that's actually yeah. a weakness.
1: Fair.
0: Otherwise the it's really not, you know, otherwise, otherwise it's not really quantum leap, it's 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 a CS, it's a CSI show <laughs> about computers.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Now, at the end of the episode, he jumps into He's a woman in a bar in the 80s, early ninety, yes. late eighties, probably. Uh, it's definitely eighties, 80s, 80s, eighty-nine,
0: from the clothing.
2: Well, and the Pet Shop Boys were huge when I was like in the end of college, so sure. it's like late eighties. Um yeah. But he's a he's a woman being hit on by at, you know. At first, I thought it was in a gay bar when it's Ben and this guy comes up. So I, did I. I was in an eighties <laughs> gay so, bar. I was so did curious I. which way they were going. that. Um, and it, so it'll be his first time being a woman. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes, and if we're going to get too much Addison, at least we might get a few good scenes of her trying to be like, teach She's him how to act like a woman, woman. or be like, this is not, or like, this is not just you. Like, all women put up with this all the time every day to the point that we don't even, like, talk about it, right? Like, what what's going to, I mean, that could be pretty good if they get it right.
0: Yes. We'll see. So we'll see. All right. Anything else or you want to move on to interview? Nope.
2: Let's talk about interview with the vampire, I guess. That's the last thing Jamie on your slate tonight, right?
3: Yep.
2: Okay. Yep. I would like, uh, Adrian, how about we let, hear from Jamie first because you and I have, Tim, you've never read the book oh, yeah, right? or, or seen the no, movie. No, I've
3: never read the book. Um, I, I liked it. I have to be careful though because I've seen a lot further, and I for the life of me don't remember. You have to kind of remind me what okay. ended. It ended.
0: Was. All right, I'll tell you not. It ended with him turning him.
3: Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll give kind of an over. I'll give kind of like an overarching <laughs> review. No, no. Can't you just talk? can you, Yeah. Of this episode, though. Don't. Yeah. Let's. Like, I don't want to hear oh, impressions yeah, just of the whole this thing this episode. No, I was just going to say I like, well, I don't know if this I I assume this was in this episode. That's, that's so hard for me to say, but I was going to say I like how they have the stuff with um, again, I keep going to say the actor's name instead of the character's name with Louie. I like the, how they have the stuff based on like how he's treated different because of his race, but yet he's like I, I don't want to say rich, but well, he is rich after, <laughs> but I mean he, um, you know, I like that they have that stuff and he has to deal with that. I'll just say that. Um, I like it. I mean, I, I think it's pretty good. I, I didn't know how it was going to go. I think it's interesting that they had, because I know from what everybody said that, like, in the original one, it wasn't, like, a second interview. So I think it's interesting how, like, this is, like, this guy coming back to talk to him again. Um but yeah, I mean I think it's pretty good. I don't know what you want me specifically to say. I'm trying to think specifically what happened in this episode. Um
2: Well, I mean it's, it's I mean what happened, happened it, it's, it's the, the entire stuff. setup
3: it's the entire setup
2: of Louis's life in the red light district and making all this money for his family and trying to be respectable, but you know, New Orleans in the twenties and, then, yeah, and, so and then like and then Lestat shows up. Um,
3: and, and he's very like, and comes so on, like you know, it's him. a bad idea. But he's very charismatic, and he kind and he of pulls him into strong. his world. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: and then the brother can suicide, jumps off the roof. Oh, and okay, then, that was this And then okay.
3: Lestat turns say, yeah. him
2: in a very violent. Okay, fashion. yeah. I was
3: going to say, obviously, the other people seem to see that this isn't necessarily a good—a good relationship. Um, but you can see him kind of falling down this hole as he's going. And then, especially with what happens to his brother, he's more in pain at that point, and then he's willing to accept it. Because obviously he tells him to turn him. I mean, he gives him the choice. Um, But that's kind of what I felt like. Like, he was so, I don't want to say addictive, but some people have, I, I, I sort of feel like Lestat has, like, an addictive personality. Like, he was so drawn to him that, like, he just kept, like getting more and more of it. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like he was kind of falling down this hole. Like everybody around him could see it and could see that this was toxic. But he. I it. disagree. I
2: disagree heartily with you that people could see that it was toxic. It was 1920s, and it was okay.
3: But his brother,
0: was... 1910, actually. It's
2: 1910. And they're two men who are unusually close, and it was totally homophobia, I think, why everybody thought they shouldn't be together. No, I agree his brother. With that. So also, yes,
3: also got to remember. I've seen farther ahead. I'm thinking of other things that other people said too. But um, <laughs> I mean, like the way they act to them later is what I'm. I think I'm thinking of. But right, well, we're not. Um, I know, but that's why I said it. it's hard for me to separate exactly what happened. But his brother, right. obviously, I'm not saying that they knew, let me let me rephrase one thing. I'm not saying that they knew it was a toxic, romantic, sexual relationship. That's not what I meant. What I mean is even as a friendship, I think that as viewers, and like maybe his brother could see it, but definitely we could see it, that it's toxic, even as just, if it was just a friendship. Like you can tell that he's, I don't want to say necessarily, well, he is kind of using him, but like he, the way he acts in that, like he gets him to do what he wants in that, and it's the way that he does it, like it's not a good relationship, it's not a good friendship, I don't know if I'm explaining what I mean right at all, but I'm trying, no. anyway, so that, like so the,
2: I mean it's the viewers see that, but you said the people around him could see it was toxic. about no well, I, and I I don't know believe I believe mean that
3: further in um i i his brother did though his brother was like not did not like him obviously at the very beginning, um so his brother did not, but his brother, I don't think necessarily understood it, he just didn't want him to be friends with him, so I guess that what I said wasn't really accurate in that sense. But as a viewer, you definitely can see him sort of being drawn in and going down this path that is going to be very destructive. Yeah, I think on a,
2: on a non-vampire show, if a man pursued a woman like that, it would be extremely mm. icky Yeah, and, and abusive mm. uh, and, you know, unwanted and issues of consent and things like that. Um, I struggle with that relationship between the two of them. I just don't see it. I I just don't see it. But maybe it's because I'm too swayed by by the book, where it's so it's so interior, and and so like intimate. And I, I, to me, I don't find the the actor who plays List I don't find List that attractive. And I did not. So I did not see Louis' attraction to him. Uh, but the dial, the voiceover—it's there in the voiceover. To me, it's not there on the screen. AJ, uh, and 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 then we have to also talk about the time—the time where it's set. Also, but I don't know, AJ. I, I think I think it's a good Louis. I don't know if it's a good what's that to me.
0: Um, I think. Yikes. <laughs> um. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to have a very hard time just watching it for what is on the screen. I mean, for me personally, and this is true with anything that gets adapted that I, that I watch. Um, I am very familiar with the books. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's a huge fan of everything up until Stat. Um, uh-huh. I've actually read Interview with a Vampire multiple times, um, and you I, you know, it's like it's, it's it, yeah, You know what? I, I I can push the movie aside. I can push the movie yeah. aside. While I thought the movie was a decent adaptation, I had problems with the movie, but it was decent, and I liked the movie. I never liked Tom Cruise, as was that. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: I can put that aside. I got to say that the be- my favorite part about this was that is he actually has a French accent, whereas I don't know what Tom Cruise was doing <laughs> in, in, the, in, the, in the movie because that was not a French accent. Um, I think, all right, let's start with this. I think the cinematography is beautiful. I think the setting is wonderful. I think, I think they have thrown a shit ton of money into this production, and it looks great. I felt like I was in the 1910s, you know? Mm-hmm. So that part of it, it is great. Um, but like I said, I'm going to have a hard time. I, you know, I, cre- you know, people, when they adapt stuff, they want to put their own flair on it. I get that. But isn't the point of adapting something because you loved it so much, you want to bring it to life. So why do no, you change? The point
2: of, AJ, so much. the point of adapting something is to make money. Come on. <laughs>
0: Let me live in my world, Karen. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. You're, you're right. But, you know, it's just like, that's going to be my problem. I mean, we went from, now granted, you know, with a black actor playing Louis, um, I, I understand kind of why they changed his character a little bit, because we went from a 1776 plantation owner to a 1910 pimp. Um if they kept it in 1776, he clearly could not have been a plantation owner. But maybe if they kept it in 1776, they could have changed it to where he was a slave on a plantation and and you know gone somewhere with that type of story. Um, but I don't know. I just I, I feel like I feel like jumping 150 years. I mean, granted, the, I have a huge problem with the second interview. Um, the, the the fact that complete, especially since. From what I understand, they are adapting all the novels, which means Daniel is either not going to be re, re, uh, talked about ever again, or something weird is gonna, you know going to happen with him because in the novels he's younger uh-huh. and he shows up in later novels. And it's not a secondary view; it's, it's one of you. So I don't understand why they felt yeah. the need to do this and, and modernize it. I mean, to the point where Louis even says, "He's like, you have, you know, um, you have a, you just got on an airplane with a debilitating disease in the middle of a pandemic." <laughs> so clearly, the present time is 2022 or 2021 at the very least. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, they not not so not only do they jump 150 years from the origin, they've you know jumped another tw- you know 20 years 45 into the f- years, 45 years in, more into the yeah. future. Right. Um, I, I guess that you know a lot of a lot of shows do that and movies where they adapt something and they modernize it. It's it's the norm. I get it, I, but with something I don't understand. I've never and this is true. I, mean, I don't understand why you do that with adaptation sometimes. I mean, I'm waiting for somebody to like adapt a a Western novel and and put it in the year 2020. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you adapting this into and and modernizing it to the point where it loses some of its nuance and some of its spark? Um, So, that being said, what? Go ahead. mm -hmm.
2: No, no, go. Finish your thought, please.
0: Okay. That being said, it was definitely entertaining. I must say, I did not realize that this was actually an AMC Plus show, and I'm really glad it is. I didn't either. Because because I worried about it being on regular AMC, and 30 seconds into it, I realized, oh, this is going to be good. And I hadn't even seen any brutality yet. It was just Daniel dropping three or four F-bombs, and I'm like, this isn't regular AMC, because you can't drop three or four F-bombs on regular AMC. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I realized well, with it's AMC, Plus. AMC
3: as well. Sorry, my phone's dinging. I don't know if it I thought it was going to continue to air on AMC, but it There's definitely no was way. on AMC.
0: They, then they're well, going to have to edit it for
3: AMC.
0: Well, they're going to they're going to have to edit it for AMC because um I'm pretty sure AMC doesn't show nudity or swear that much. No, that's true. Um, yeah,
3: there
0: was nudity. Or some of the... There's definitely one here, I don't know. Or some of the violent scenes. I mean, like when Lestat punches that priest through the head, uh, I don't know how far of an envelope they can push on regular AMC. And, I, and I'm glad for it because I was really worried about it being a tamer, you know, having, yeah. to, having to be tamer yeah, yeah. being on regular AMC. So, so, the, so the fact that it's... On AMC Plus, I'm I'm happy about that. Um, My only other novel problem I have, I feel like Louis. I mean, they completely changed his character. I mean, he's a pimp, Um, so I mean, right off the bat, his his character is completely changed, Um, and it makes sense with what I saw on the screen for the character he is now. I didn't have a problem, but in the novel, he's just he's he's much more subdued his his anger and and retaliation nature doesn't come out until after Lestat made him cuz they argue constantly after he's mm-hmm. been made a vampire yeah. The, yeah. the the confrontations that they had prior to that um were kind of through me because it's you know it's not who he is in the novel but like i said clearly they have uh, drastically changed his persona for this. Um, That being said, I did enjoy it, and I can't wait to see the next episode.
2: Yeah. Uh, So I would say that I completely understand and think it was probably a good idea to to update the timeline or to change the character. So... in terms of bumping it from 17, so it's not 76, it's post-revolutionary war, right? It's like 1780s or 90s maybe, right? Like the war's over. There's no, not doesn't take place during the war for independence. It's a, slightly after, right? But he's a slave owner, and I understand why you do, why they would be like, let's just avoid making him slave, a white slave owner. And I can see, Ajax, to your point, making him a slave interesting also, but I could see let's avoid making him a slave because, like, like you know, let's make him a slave, but if we're not going to have, a, a, like, a depiction of what it means to be an enslaved person, like, like there's just too much there, right? Um, and mm-hmm. there's also that part, you know, where all the slaves rise up and they murder all the slaves in the book? They kill all the slaves after they rise up against I the vampire, it. right? So I, I mean I think we want to avoid having a show where not only are they enslaved but they murder them all right in the first episode. So I can yeah, see why cool. they did that. Um, I'm not sure if they if they wanted to cast a, a black actor Louis and so they updated it, or if they put it in the timeline
3: and I that think allowed it was them to the make script. him That's my so they, understanding. That they, they, was, but, he would cast.
2: but, but again Jamie I'm not I'm not finished. I don't know if they cast him if they wanted a black actor. So let's write a story that we can let's, let's make that Black and write a timeline that fits that. Or if they wrote them into the 1910s, and they're like, oh, this could be this go, this could be either way, right? We can now we have the I'm not I'm not sure about the chicken and the egg there, and I don't
3: know if you are either,
2: Jamie. Well, Maybe that's why like I'm right saying
3: whether whether they decided after moving the time period to do it, I don't know. But he definitely was, like, they were looking, it was my understanding from the interview that they were looking for a black actor, like it was in the script yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. When, you know, yes, when but, they made that decision, I don't know. But um, do, you, do you choose a black Louis first? Whatever. At any rate, I think it's, you know, an
2: interesting, um, you know, they put him in a time where, you know, he says, like, a man can be many things in, in New Orleans in 1910. Gay black man is not one of them. Um, and... You know, so they they chose to do that. Um, I i i think uh, I'm worried a little bit, AJ, that by making him a black man in that in in the Jim Crow South, um, you know, it brings up interesting issues of like his place, like how people are going to treat him and see him. And, like, he's going to be a powerful vampire, but people are going to still see him as a black man and look down on him. And I worry, A.J., about that taking away Claudia's storyline, which is so much about, you know, being a, a woman trapped in a child's body for eternity. And 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 who she is and, and how other people see her was, like, Claudia owned that in the book. I mean, that drives so much of the action of the book, right? It drives, like, chapters and chapters and chapters. Um, and it drives Louie also, right? And I mean, am I overthinking that, or like I just worry that like no, that I am I, I I
0: understand. I understand Louis. what you're saying, and we're gonna, I, we're just gonna have to see how it plays out, especially since they've yeah. changed Claudia drastically too.
2: Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, they have. Um, I mean, they did in the first novel too. You can't cast. You can't do this with a five year old actual human actress, right? Um,
0: right. But I think fact, they the went act- too far this time with it.
2: Yes. The actress who they, plays when, Claudia when made, yeah,
0: is, 20. is 18. She just
2: turned 20. She was 18 when she was it. She's 20 now, right? Or did she just turn 18? Yeah. She's old. Yeah, Right. No, she's that, yeah.
0: She was 18 during filming. That. that I think, so, yeah, so she probably just turned 20.
2: I think Kirsten Dunst was 10 during filming. And at the time, we were like, she's so old. She's so old. She's so old. After so the Claudia, right? I just worry. Like, I think I think it's gonna be really interesting to see a story about, you know, a a, a vampire who's a black man in, in the South in that you know in this terribly racist time in our country's history. And I mean, it's pretty racist now, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and and who he is and how people look at him and you can't, like, like your problems are still your problems. And, and but I like, yeah, I don't like that. I'm a little, I don't know. Like, why would you, why would you, I don't know how much of it's going to take place in New Orleans. Like, so if I was a wealthy vampire, a wealthy any, like, like, okay, you know the part where Louis, is, like, buying his sister the ticket to go to Europe for her honeymoon, and he's like, you have to go steerage on the boat out of New York, but once you get to Europe, it's all first class. That's because they didn't have Jim Crow laws in, in Europe at the time, right? Like, she's able to uh, move differently in society. Across the Atlantic. And so, like, I don't know how much is going to take place in New Orleans because wouldn't Louis be like, what the hell? Let's get out of here. Um, my family won't talk to me anyway. I don't know where that's going to go. I, I, so much of the show, so much of the book also is like, I mean, it's all power dynamics, right? Like, like the, like the, the power that Lestat has over Louis even after he turns up. Um, and so we yeah. saw that sort of, like, seductive, compelling power that, that Lestat, that plays out a little, like it happens so fast in this episode in the book, it plays out a little. It's a book. You have plenty more time to make it play out a little longer the way um, listat stalks and then pursues Louis before turning in uh, well, You that's know, why, Jamie, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, that's, that's why, why I like, you know, when I found out they were making a series, I, I liked the idea so much. And I like that with any book when they decide to do a series instead of a movie. I mean, it depends on the book, too. But in this case, yeah. I mean, this entire episode was him pursuing him, which in the yeah. movie it's ten minutes, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I like yeah. that. That that you know, I really enjoyed that this More entire. I movie. mean, yeah. you think about it, this was it, it, this was an hour and eleven minutes. It wasn't even just an hour. It was an hour and eleven minutes, and the mm-hmm. movie, you know, so this is half an hour shorter than the movie was, and we got the entire mm-hmm. pursuit.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Jamie mentions the part where Louis is like I can give this gift you just have to ask me and 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 that Louis you know accepts it and like that's not really I mean I don't think that played out as a consensual situation really like yeah like, I
3: definitely don't think it was informed <laughs> I mean he agreed to it but I don't think he he was sort whenever, of he felt I mean, not literally but. Well, it doesn't like, I'm a vampire, and you have to
2: drink blood for the rest of your life and never die and, and exactly. live in the shadows and be whatever. And I'm also a giant dickhead who's going to try to control you for centuries. Um, Like, that. none of that is said, right? And is and in a place of complete despair in his, and dead end in his life and whatever. So, and that will play mm-hmm. out more in the books. Right. So, AJ, Jamie also mentioned the part where, you know, people were upset that it's the second interview, and, and you are – like I agree with you that like I don't see the need for it to be a second interview. Like, why does it have to be a second interview? Why can't it be a first interview? Um, I'm not sure what is to be gained by making making Daniel be Eric Bogosian and and be old and and dying of a disease, except that of course, like, I mean, I think I think they're telegraphing that. I mean, I think there are many, many vampire stories where a person who is sick gets turned to cure them, right? Um, and or
3: sort exposed of with his eternal. Uh, I I just
2: I yeah I don't know why it's a second interview I don't know why it has to be, um, I. Uh, uh, I understand. So the the <laughs> this season, yeah, it just doesn't. It's just unnecessary. It just doesn't really make sense to me why that has I mean, to happen exactly. Except
3: well, it, the original except, a few times, but I haven't read the book, so I can't really. Except that if maybe,
2: I mean, it looks like maybe they intend to make Daniel sort of a, a large, I mean, Daniel does become a, uh, uh, through the first half of the first book, Daniel like is a is a listener. This, the whole, you know, the book is, is Louis narrating a story to Daniel, right? Daniel asks questions, right. and then other things may happen with Daniel. I, I maybe they're trying to elevate that character. I don't know, but I agree with you it's not. And as far as the time, you know, the time so the can't I, I have no problem with them setting it in twenty twenty two. I don't know that we would have it would have made sense to set the actual interview happening in nineteen seventy six. Or seventy she wrote it in seventy three, right? The book was published in seventy six. Um but it does sort of like as you move through the book like okay, the Vampire Lestat is like have like it's really grounded in the 80s, right? Like, I guess you can do that. I just feel that there's such a 1980s kind of feel to that book, and so much that happens. And mm-hmm. so much that happens with the um, uh, uh, the theater of the vampire, with what's his name, Armand, right? So, happens with Armand and stuff that happens with Lestat in Vampire Lestat. Mm-hmm. I just feel it, it's so grounded in it's so period, right? And so, if this were to become a multi, if they're able to adapt all the books like where we that's go to online, wise right? And Christopher Rice is involved. Um,
0: yeah, but, but Christopher Rice is only, only an executive producer. Yeah. So that's just a fancy word for money.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. And rights, right? Like he owns the rights, and they had to get the rights from him. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. Um,
2: uh, a lot of it to me, maybe I'm just, I'm just like the books have grounded it in time for me. Like, I, I, well, that's, that's going to be
0: my problem too. And that's a good point though, Karen. Like, as they, as they adapt everything else, times are going to, they're going to have to change times then too for a lot of, well,
2: like that business with Armand is not 21st century activity, right? Like that type of, no. Yeah. Um, Anyway, do you guys agree with me that I I just didn't find Lestat to be attractive and I just didn't see on the screen I could see I could see Lestat being attracted to Louis, although it really um uh because they had to move it along a little bit, I feel like we don't really see Lestat sort of like stalkeriness obsession with Louie's physical beauty. But anyway, I just didn't see that. I'm, like The voiceover was very helpful to me to, to form that, that attraction because I just didn't really... um, I don't know. I, I, maybe
1: to me, I, I, that
2: actor just isn't Lestat to me. I mean, Tom Cruise wasn't. Um, this guy's better than Tom Cruise, right?
0: Yeah. You know, actually, I, a lot of people... It's funny, actually. A lot of people disagree with me on this, but I, especially when I compare it to Tom Cruise, but I always felt, even though I hated, well, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't a huge fan of uh, Queen of the Damned, there were so many problems, but I always liked Robert Townsend better than Tom Cruise as what's that. I felt he not, looked not, the part better, he talked the, he not talked Robert, the part better. That,
2: that guy's name is not Robert Townsend. His name is, uh, the guy that you see married to, the guy that, his name is, uh, Right? Isn't Robert Townsend the guy that was
0: in Queen of the Damned? In Queen yeah, of the Damned, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was Robert Townsend. It's
2: Robert Townsend. All right. Anyway, yeah. you like that guy better than Cruise? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I think. And you know what's Cruise funny about that? Job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what you know what's funny about? I'm uh, not Robert. Uh, no, not Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend's black.
2: Right. Um, yes.
0: What the hell's his name?
2: His name is, uh, it's the guy that was used to date, what's her name? That tall, beautiful woman. Um,
1: the tall, beautiful <laughs> uh, uh, woman. Stuart a Townsend.
2: Stuart Townsend. He used to Stuart be with uh, Charlie Theron. Yeah. Yeah. Stuart Townsend. Robert
1: Townsend.
0: Sorry. Yeah. My, my, my apologies getting my name from. Um, are you saying Townsend right? Um, no, f- the funniest thing about Tom Cruise being with fat is the only reason he got the role uh, was because Anne Rice. Anne Rice, when, they first, when, when, she, when she first agreed to let whoever adapted the first movie, uh, that was one of her conditions that they cast Tom Cruise as a set.
2: I think that is not um, 100% accurate. I thought that she objected that? at first. No. She objected to him, and then she came around. Yeah, she, she was very against his casting, but then she thought he get, did a good job and she came around to it. I think that's how that I, went down, that Neil, I, I Jordan, heard that Neil Jordan cast him. Neil Jordan uh, was not her first choice, and Tom Cruise was not her first choice. And she – yes, I, oh, my God, I just read this the other day. You know who Anne Rice wanted? She wanted Rucker Howard. Remember, it was Ooh. a long time ago, and she wrote it in the 70s, and it came out in the early 90s. And I just read this yesterday. Anne Rice wanted Rutger Howard for the role. And for whatever reason, I don't know if they couldn't get him or they were like, whatever, you're not a, you're not a producer, Anne Rice. Um, and they went with Tom Cruise, and she was pissed. But then in the end, she said Tom Cruise did a good job. It was his first time playing a villain. I mean, he did look bad in that wig and all that. Whatever stuff, I read,
0: but, wh- whatever I read was wrong then, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hauer?
2: And Hauer? And that she, and she oh. also, I yes, I also, yes, I, this is all coming back to what I read. She wanted Rucker Howard. They cast Tom Cruise. In, and she's like, really? Can't Brad Pitt be looked at instead? Because, that, you know. See,
0: I always, that's that something that. I always said. I always said that. I always said that. I felt. Brad Pitt had a better look as Lestat than Tom Cruise.
2: I think it was only after she saw the movie that she was like, yeah, Tom Cruise is pretty good. Anyway, um, so we are, everybody, AJ will, I mean, it's good enough that we'll watch it again. There's enough interesting going on there to continue to watch it. And see what happens with it. I mean, it was good. I thought it was pretty good. If I wasn't totally, like, I got to get that book out of my head.
0: It's going to be my problem.
2: Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, the next big thing will be Claudia. The next big kind of step will be Claudia. Yeah. How they handle that, right?
1: Yeah. Um, uh,
2: Kirsten Dunst was nominated for a Golden Globe, I think, or an Oscar, or Golden Globe maybe for her. That was her first nomination for anything. Um, and we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they've aged her up, and you know, I get it. Like, like, like she's she's gonna kill a lot of people. Um,
0: Ann Rice. So, so, real quick. Ann Rice wanted. Rutger Hauer. He was 50 years old in 1994.
2: Really? How's he now? Is he still alive? He's alive. No,
0: right?
2: he's, he's dead, dead no. Right,
0: Dr. No, he, no, no. Oh, he's yeah. dead? he was 50 and 95. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was he 50 and 94. Now. So so the character of Lestat was turned in his 20s, <laughs> and we're going to cast a 50-year-old to play him? What was okay, she thinking?
2: Right. I don't know. Maybe she had an image of him I mean, when he was. Maybe she loved him when he was young, and it was in her head,
0: right? Maybe, 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 maybe Rudolph Hauer from, uh, you know, if he could de-age himself to to look, make himself look like he did in um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, maybe.
2: Blade Runner. Yeah, maybe that's what was in her head, right? I mean, she's that not a movie person. Yeah.
0: But anyway, so, I digress. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Anyway, I do it. Anyway, yeah, I don't love this guy as Lestat either, but he looks the part more than Tom Cruise did. Oh. and he, and he, and he plays it a little more. So, you know, I, I I read an article. I can't I can't cite the the where I saw this, And I'm sorry, but it was not my word. But I read someone described Tom Cruise's played a very cold Lestat, and that you know this is a more um, uh, passionate portrayal. Passionate, you know. The the, the there's much more feeling in right. this guy's acting than there was in Cruise's portrayal, which was a pretty cold. And which is not to say he's not a cold dude. Sometimes he does some cold, cold things with that. But um, I know what the like. I get that this is not a cold portrayal.
0: Yeah. No, I get what we'll I get. I get what they're trying to say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I want to blow your mind for a second. Yeah. I did not catch this at first. Um, I actually had to go back and figure out who the hell she was. But I saw when I was, you know, because I watched the after thing and everything with the direct, uh, the creator and everything. And when I was watching mm-hmm. the credits, I was like, Oh yeah. So, Ray Dawn Chong was in this. Yep. She's the mom. And I was like, oh, Uh huh. Yeah. Did not recognize her. <laughs> And it's, fun, I, it's funny, though, because, like, I kept thinking that the mother looked familiar, but I just kind of let it go. And it wasn't until I saw the credits, and I was like, who the heck did Ray Dawn Charles play? And then, you know, I found out it was the mother, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I did not expect that. Some like, a fun little cameo.
2: Yeah, that's because you don't think of her as being 61 years old, which she is today. You think no. of her as being, you know, like a young woman in so many, like, uh, 80s movies and TV shows, and in the Chicken Chong <laughs> movie that she was yeah. with her dad.
1: Um,
2: yeah. So, yeah, because we haven't seen her in a while either.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen her anything in forever, so.
3: Although she's seen right. steadily. So, anyway, all right. Okay. Um. I did want to say though, I looked it up to find out it is on AMC because it has yeah. on the schedule the second and third episode are on Xfinity listed and not on AMC Plus. So <laughs> FYI. Now that doesn't mean they won't edit them. I don't know. I mean, they have gore on Walking Dead. They say F on Walking Dead, so they do not. No, no, no. They said it. They say it like like they've I. They said it once in a while, not they a
2: lot. They said it once, but. I, I read this in, I just saw, and what's her name, was on, a, who's the showrunner? She, uh, I forget her name, it's it just came. went out of my head. Angela Kang was on, she was on Fear the Walking Dead, she was on Talking Dead last week, and what's his name? Uh, Chris Hardwick was like, is there going to be another, f? there was that one F-bomb last season, is there going to be another one this season? And he was making a huge deal about how rare it is to have an f, F-bomb on Walking Dead. If you're watching on it, you may see
3: more of them on AMC Plus than we're seeing on the air on AMC. Yeah, I was going to say, it might be that they edit them. I don't know, because, like, if I see the unedited episode, they might even, you know, ABR them after. I have no clue. But I'm pretty sure that they've said it other times. It might have been on, like, Fear. I mean, I don't know which. I mean, I don't remember which was from what. But I know that they've said it before. But anyway, the point is, they could edit it. They could not. It could be that it's on after a certain time. So it don't matter. I don't know. I just I see it popping up more and more anymore on television, so I don't even pay attention to it anymore. But it does well, it does have gore in the show. That's definitely a a truth. But either I mean, way, it's per, going to air on AMC, whether it's unedited or not. I don't know. Um, I believe that they are only
2: allowed a certain number of curse words. Yeah, it's definitely per a limit. per year, and they get. Um, Find if they have too many or something like that, right? Um, I assumed
3: it was perhaps per year. Maybe the cent-
2: I mean, but, well, they're on cable. They're not. You're watching on cable, right? Um, the FCC yeah. rules. The FCC rules for basic and premium cable. Uh, so they don't apply to subscription services. So anything on AMC Plus, you could have all you want, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, they might be edited. I don't know. Don't know. Anyway, anyway, there, cool. but there was boobs yeah. anyway. and there was gore, and so uh, yeah, we can only see so much of that in, in the Boops 10 o'clock. And hour. <clears throat> boobs and
0: gore. Boobs and gore. What more can you ask for?
2: Boobs and gore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So,
2: anyway. All right.
3: All right. Well, we better move our show along. we got 20 minutes right. to finish our podcast. Okay. You guys talk about and or. I think that's it for me, though, right? I don't think, yeah, I was trying to think, was there anything else? Nope. I think all you have left is the Andor. Okay. Nope, we're talking about Andor. Um, I will say, when the starts tomorrow. So, check that out. Andor and dragons, yeah. All right. Cool. Have, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and Chucky, but you guys and me included don't watch Chucky. So, if yeah. <laughs> that comes out tomorrow. All, all right. right. Well, have a good night, guys. Thanks. Night, have Jamie. a good night. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon, Jimmy. Jimmy bye Sure. Bye-bye. bye bye
2: bye all right andor so um, so andor's turning into a heist movie
1: <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> uh
2: i felt like finally we're getting into the story like finally we're like we're like sliding into like the meat like what's going to be the main story of the season I think, I mean, maybe not, but like, like, like there's going to be a heist. And I, I kind of enjoyed l- this. I, I mean, there's a bunch of new characters who are probably inconsequential, but, um, uh, I kind of enjoyed the, um, the heist setup, And I think it'll be fun to watch the heist. I mean, it's not a heist movie. We know that this is how, this is the, this is how Cassian becomes involved with the resistance ultimately. Right. But I don't know. Did you yeah. like it? I kind of liked it this week. Uh, there's a little, there's kind of um, too many people involved. Too many characters. They could have gotten rid of half of them, but...
0: Uh, the, the the Val and her people, um, I think the only part of that I even cared about <laughs> that I found funny was when uh, Andor's like, are you kidding me? Like, listening to the plan, he's like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, this isn't going <laughs> to work. Like, what's wrong with you people? Um we see Mon Mothma. laugh. Oh yeah, Mon Mothma, um, mm-hmm. that was cool. Who has been around since forever. Um, not the same actress, obviously, uh, but the same one from uh, Rogue One.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, my favorite part of the episode, though, was Lucent's antique shop, uh, where Mon Mothma comes to talk to him in secret about the rebellion. Um, yeah. The reason I love this part is because of all the Easter eggs in his shop. Um, now, Carrie, I don't know. You might not have noticed a lot of them because you probably don't know a lot of stuff, but um, in the back room where they were talking on the shelf behind over Luthen's shoulder, there is a pyramid object and a, and a cube. Um, mm-hmm. Those are, uh, those were Sith and Jedi holocrons
1: mm-hmm. that I
0: caught. Um, there are some tablets over by his assistant when she's trying to keep the driver busy. Uh those are from wow. Rebels. And wow. then uh that uh that the uh, armor that you see when they walk towards the back room, that is Starkiller's armor from uh Forces Unleashed, and Starkiller of course is Darth Vader's apprentice, um, which currently is not canon, but we'll see how time goes. Um, and then my favorite uh, Easter egg is, again, in the room where Luther and Mamasma are talking. There is a bullwhip in carbonite. <gasps> and for anybody that has no idea what I'm talking about, the bullwhip is used by Indiana Jones and Han Solo was put in carbonite. So they combine the two things together. <laughs> pretty cool.
2: That's pretty awesome.
0: I thought that was great.
2: That's great. Uh, otherwise, yeah.
0: eh, I, I'm I'm not feeling it yet. I mean, we'll see how. It, I mean, it was better than the first three. Um, it, so it was.
2: Maybe that's why I enjoyed it. it.
0: We'll see. Maybe maybe next week. I mean, it depends on how long. If how long. Uh, if we're getting another episode of them planning the heist, uh, it might be a little boring yeah. if we get into the heist next week. It might be kind of fun. It's just, I don't know. I just, I think for me, I mean, I might end up enjoying it. I don't know. Um, For me, it's just like, and we talked about this already, we're just piecing together stuff in between the last 20 years, between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, and we're just kind of piecing stuff together that that we didn't ask for. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some stuff that they give us. There's some stuff that we we didn't ask for that they give us that's amazing. And then there's... Andor.
2: So. I mean, so if there's more backstory I want out of Rogue One, it was Urso or her father. Erso, yeah. Right. Like her father. Yeah. What was his name Um Urso? Father or so.
0: Uh. Um, like. Galen.
2: Galen or Like his backstory is really interesting. Also, he comes to design the Death Star, right? Um. Uh, you're right that there was a lot of so this planning of the heist. There was a lot of results it's very like not original to be like, oh, the new guy's being brought in on the heist and nobody trusts him. Like, we've seen that in every heist movie ever, right? Um, yeah. And there was a lot of like, okay, so Stellan Scott, Scar- what's his name? Luke, and, um, like, first takes him to meet this woman, and she's like, I don't trust him, whatever, you're stuck with him. Then she takes him to meet the next guy, and the next guy's like, I don't trust him. Okay, then they go to meet another guy, and that guy's like, I don't trust him. And it was going on for a long time, got people who will probably be killed in the next two episodes or something right um,
1: some of them will.
2: I, some of them will. I, I it was i did it was actually rather more interesting to see the sort of internal politics in the empire um and yes yeah. you know the result of of this idiot corporate fiasco that guy um you know that uh, everything that happened last episode that the Empire's like, forget it, you're out. From now on, we're, you know, like, you can see, like, where some things are moving, and, and I did enjoy sort of the internal... plot. Like, we so often in the... We, we, in so many movies, we see the Empire as, like, this sort of monolithic thing that, you know, Darth right. Vader... Everybody's afraid of Darth Vader, and everybody's in this, like, very military kind of setup and does what they're told. And, we, like, we don't... When we've seen the politicians, we've seen the really... Horrible stuff in the first three movies. I I enjoyed the office politics and the internal maneuvering for power. Much like we kind of enjoyed that in um in a, uh what's that last thing we just watched where there were the three Obi Wan. Obi Wan, like that part of Obi Wan, what there was some interesting like maneuvering yeah. a, among the Empire kind of people. Like that was maybe the more that was, yeah the. The better written and more compelling part of the episode this week.
0: You know what's funny actually is you were saying last week how the idiot that created the whole fiasco on Phoenix, um, I can't remember the character's name, um, but you, you know I kept the whole time I kept thinking we're never going to see this guy again, and, and then we see him in episode four. I was like, okay, maybe we are going to continue with some of the characters if they're not directly related to Andor. So yeah. I think you're right. I think I think what you had been saying about him last week. I think you're right. I think we will get to see him worm his way up the ranks. Yeah. Um,
2: he I can't remember his name because he reminds me a lot of the guy um this guy on the Walking Dead. He looks like um uh what's his name? That guy, the bad guy who's like Pamela Milton's right-hand man. Um
0: I have no uh, idea who you're talking about.
2: Well, you know the character. I don't watch talks, the walk, Whatever, ahead. I know, but he's in the comic book also. But whatever, whatever. He reminds me. Oh, of him oh, of him. oh! I do.
0: Okay, yes, the character. The character you're referring to, I do know. who You're talking about in the comics, so. though.
2: Yeah. Um, I just don't know who the
0: actor, rem- please. Yeah,
2: he reminds me. He kind of looks like a young version of him, and he reminds me of him. So I can't remember his name on on Andor. But yeah, that like that kind of is a little. That's a problem for the show. That that's more interesting than what Cassian is doing, right? Um, yeah. Like, maybe I just want to watch a whole show that's like The Office in, like, The Empire, in the like, people in the office at The Empire trying to, like, worm their way up to the top. Uh, maybe that's the show that I should be watching. That
0: might be more interesting. That they should be
2: making. Yeah. So, but yeah, Cassie and Endor, like, 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 whatever he's doing, not that interesting. And it's really not well developed why they're interested in him. Like, he's this obscure guy on this obscure planet who's gone out of his way to lay low and not talk about his past. And yet someone shows up who knows everything about him and thinks he'd be great in the resistance. Like that's not very like,
0: yeah,
2: it doesn't really make any sense. We can't think, we can't think too hard about that part. So we've got six more episodes, right? So uh, three more hours of it. So, We'll Wait. give another shot next week, right? Ten episodes? And there's this only, is four? There's
0: like, no, nah, I think there's more than Does that. There's a lot. No, there's more there's than ten. Oh, there's I a I
2: don't remember long, how huh?
0: many
2: though. All right, well, maybe it'll get better. Or maybe Disney just can't make any good Star Wars shows anymore. <laughs> um, that means we yeah, can 12. Maybe move on. Twelve, all right, so we're one third done. All right then. How about House of the Dragon? A lot happened on House of the Dragon this week.
0: Yes, yes it did. Holy crap.
2: Right? It all kinda of happens very suddenly in one room. Um I was wondering so I was wondering in this episode um when rhaenyra and daemon are getting together and and i mean so that's disturbing in some ways but i know where this is going and i know i knew um going into this that rhaenyra and daemon end up together right and they end up married and i was like well what's going to happen how is she going to do this what's going to happen to leonore and then like very quickly like wow that was cold the way she just like kind of turned on leonore and agreed that he should be killed and it happens in like the very next scene. Like she really took almost no convincing um, to kill a person who she really doesn't, she, I think she likes him. Like she doesn't dislike him. Um And, and she had been so, she went into that marriage willingly, right. To do her duty. She, she hasn't really been resentful of him. And then she just like, like, like wow, that was cold. I know I've, I've watched so much Game of Thrones and read so much Game of Thrones. How should that even surprise me, right?
0: No, no, that's not my question. Yeah. Do you actually watch? Do you do you watch? Were you watching something else when you were watching this or She-Hulk or stuff? Because starting to worry about you. Leonor's that, alive. That I,
2: no, Leonor is her husband. Leonor, isn't that his name?
0: Yes. Yes. He's alive.
2: Wait, he's dead. And then she married.
0: Did you did you not Damon, see him get in the, the boat episode. with his? Did you not see Lainor get in the boat with his boyfriend and sail off?
2: Oh, you know. Uh, th- so I I just watched it right for the episode. I saw. I thought it was the guy who killed him that got in the boat and sailed off.
0: It was. That's his boyfriend. They got in the boat together.
2: So they faked it. So should, Damon went to.
0: They faked Damon it.
2: But Damon goes to this the guy and head. is like But Damon, yeah, Damon goes to this guy and is like, kill him and I'll pay you to make it like public with witnesses, right?
0: Yeah, but it but the way they do it, it to make you okay, think so, that until you see that he's alive at the end. They they were they were all in on it. The whole thing was faked so that Leonor okay. could go with his boyfriend and be happy with him. In, across the Narrow Sea okay, okay. and so it's, she so can it's marry Damon
2: that, it's not that Damon stupidly like chose the wrong guy or that they double crossed Damon it's like they, Damon and and Rainier set it up to set him free and give him this gift so he could go and run yes. off and like have his life Yes. Okay, I didn't get it. I yeah. I I so I was totally paying attention the entire time until the very end. What like? But yeah, so the, yes. so the body is burned beyond recognition. So right. Yeah. The that guy that snaps, yeah. The right? guy the that body.
0: the guy that you see the guy that you see Damon snaps his neck.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the, the guy record. that's burned beyond. Well, I kind of was yes. like, why Damon kill that guy? Damon killed that guy. And, and Lanar, up the yeah. body. And, yeah.
0: And Leonor yeah. shaves Leonor shaves his head so that he's so that nobody recognizes him
2: yeah okay all right um yeah the whole thing sense. is set
0: up, which at which i liked that a lot because in the book it happens differently um lanor is confronted by his boyfriend uh on the street and Lenore is like listen i've got to uh We've made a bunch of mistakes. I shouldn't have done this. I was trying to be selfish, and and my children are going to pay the price for it now, and I need to commit to, to you know, what I agreed to and everything. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't be with you anymore. And his boyfriend basically gets pissed off and, and stabs him in the middle of the street.
2: Oh, so he really gets killed in the book.
0: He really gets killed in the book. So I wow. like what they did here. I thought that was pretty cool, the change that they made to it. I think that's uh, – it it real I think I really really like that they changed that so I'm like I'm watching this I'm like I'm like wow I was like Rhaenyra didn't plan his his murder in the book and then as it unfolds I'm like oh that was brilliant I like that <laughs> yeah
2: yeah all right I gotta maybe rewatch those last couple minutes and it'll make more like I missed that at the end there um so she ends up married so it's all very creepy how she sleeps with her uncle and gets and gets married to him, and so I get the part where, so, I mean, I get it, and I get that she's cementing her alliance because her children are in danger, uh, her own position is in danger, her children are in danger, and it's not weird if you're a Targaryen to, like, they like I think the part where the kids are talking about marrying their sister is kind of purposely put in there to remind us that the Targaryens are not like other people, and this is okay right. to them, right? And so, marrying your uncle is not nearly as bad as marrying your sister. Um but they throw in this bit where she's like, you know, she's like, you abandoned me. And she means, like, as an ally, she doesn't necessarily right. mean when he abandoned her in that room, but she does seem to, she's like, I'm not a child anymore, but it's still very creepy. Like, he, he has been grooming her since she was a child. for it. Like, he's wanted this, and he's been grooming her, her entire life, and it's it's still creepy, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Like, I was still creeped out by it. Um Uh, So, how about that whole scene with... uh, So, the whole scene with the children was kind of amazing.
0: That was a good scene.
2: It was a good scene. Like, when they get in a fight, like, the kids fighting was kind of awesome. I thought it was kind of well done. The kids did a good job of it, and it it set up what, what, you know, I mean... Uh, what's it? So, Amen. Amen. Is that how you say his name? Amen. Amon.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen.
2: So he's the worst. He's been the worst. He's the worst of all those kids. He's been a loser, a, a terrible, bad, you know, vibe giving. Like I got a bad, Like, whatever. He's weaselly and weak and mean and cruel, and and he and he. I was like, wait, he's not a dragon rider. Why does he keep like, you know? So he steal he basically steals the dragon. He's like, a, you know, I claimed her, you well, claimed her, whatever. Like, the kid's mother he, wasn't even, like, dead and warm in the grave yet, and he, right? Like, it was uncool, but he's desperate. You to can't have really,
0: I mean, yeah, when, what he did was uncool, but you can't really steal a dragon. Um, <laughs> either know, the dragon's going to take, take to you or not. The dragon chooses their rider. So Like, the
2: wand chooses the wizard, and the dragon accepts a yeah. rider or they don't. And no dragon has right. accepted him before and he's persistent. And yes, she was the daughters to claim and yes it was uncool, but burned him up if it wanted
1: to, right?
0: Exactly. Exactly. However, I disagree with you on one thing. He's the one that gets bullied all the time. Did you confuse your, your did you confuse well, your I uh, mean,
2: the older brother is a total, the older brother is a total jerk also, right?
0: Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. But, but they all bully. But they all everything they all we've seen up till yeah, now, they they, they, they the bullied him, him
2: last week. They did the pin yeah. and humiliated him, yeah. and yeah, but he's bad.
0: But so so well, you know, because I was actually it was funny because I, like I knew um I'd forgotten that he gets Vagar, um so I was kind of happy for him. I was like, oh, you know, I was like, the like, poor guy. Everybody's always bullying him and everything. And then, you know, like, his attitude totally changes, and he gets all cocky and shit, and he starts smacking around, his, you know, his, uh, his cousins. And I'm like, holy shit. And then, you know, and then they all gang up on him, and rightly so, yeah. because, I mean, and and that's the thing. It was, I mean, it was essentially self-defense. I mean, they were yelling at him, but he struck them first. It was essentially self-defense. He was self-defense. kill
2: that kid with a rock. He was going to kill the yeah he was, yeah
0: I mean, He was absolutely going to beat them over the head with a rock. Um Yeah. You know, so I mean, and I appreciate, I, you know, and that's, I, I got to say, I think Viserys might be the last good king. Yeah. Because he is so yeah. tolerant. you know, like, I mean, you know, I Wait, mean, even Robert, that? when he was king, you know, and his son and Joffrey was being a little shit. He was like, ah, oh, kill the dog, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, meanwhile, it wasn't the direwolf's fault that his son is such a little shit. Whereas the series kind of, you know, he kind of sees these like somebody, you know, you know, and and it's difficult too, because it's not like a bunch of hooligans or something. They're all royalties. They're all princes and princesses, you know, they're all royal family. They're they're literally, literally family, you know? Yeah. So I really thought the way he handled that was great. And, and, and to see, uh, Allison finally come unhinged was great, uh, but but Amon kind of stole the show at the end there when he was like, "Mother, it's okay." He's like, "I may have lost an eye, but I gained a dragon." Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and then her, like, horrible oh, father, yeah. her horrible father, Otto Hightower, Tower, horrible father, he's right, like getting us a dragon, and he definitely is like getting us a dragon. Like he definitely. Oh yeah. I mean. Right. Although I'm like, well, you only have one, and they have like ten. But whatever. Okay. Um,
0: well, one full grown. They do have other. They do have other dragons. They have. Uh, well,
2: I mean, there are many dragon riders. He's like. Daemon has a dragon. Yeah. Rhaenyra has a dragon. Right. Like yeah. other people have dragons. Like Otto thinks he can control one. Um,
0: well, all the fact the rest the, of them. they. Yeah, but Vagar is is a pretty good dragon to have because Vagar is the largest dragon there is.
1: Well,
2: yeah, and and I think it it legitimizes the child as a as a contender oh, yeah. for the throne. Like, if you're a Targaryen who doesn't have a dragon, like good luck. Like getting. The th- I mean, he is the younger brother, but um, if you if you're not a dragon rider, you don't have a claim um, as yeah. a Targaryen, right? So it, it puts him on equal footing. Although we, we don't see a Rhaenyra's children, Dragon Riders yet. I don't know. They have um, well,
0: they have drag They both have dragons, but they're not. They're still in the training. yard to Yeah, they're still
2: training. We've they're seen them all
0: in the training yard together. Trying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah.
2: So yeah, I love seeing Allison like come pretty unhinged and lose her shit, and then Rhaenyra to be so, like, a deal. You guys are like, now they see you for who you are, for what you really are. Like, their friendship, 100% over. Then she cuts her, and I, you know, I, I love the scene where Allison talks to her father, and she's like, okay, I, I totally blew it. Like, I, I attacked the princess. I injured her. People are saying I'm crazy, and I ensured that her father will always take her side against me forever. Um, but her father's not so sure because, like, okay, You're right. Viserys is like the last good king in the sense that he's like good with these kids. He wants, he's dealing with his family. He's not like just killing people, but I think he's kind of a weak king, right? He, he, he wants everybody to be happy and he, he, he can't really make hard decisions or he's unwilling to like make, like he, he wants to keep his wife happy. He wants to keep his daughter happy. He hasn't, you know, I mean, he
0: hasn't gone back on a decision. which is a very difficult task.
2: <laughs> it is. It <laughs> Can't is. Can't keep
0: them both and happy. <laughs>
2: no, but he hasn't gone back on his decision to to name Ranira as heir. But he also hasn't really like promoted her. Like, you know, I mean, he could be like, "She's the heir to the throne. What the fuck are you doing? Never say anything about our kids again, or I'll kill you." But he's not that guy, so he, right? He
0: kinda, he's not. He did. He did though. He did say he that. Did. Well, he didn't say kill. He, he said, oh, no. "He said, I, I will take your tongue."
2: Yeah, um, he did, but he, he had to be real. It was only after Rainier was injured; like he had to really go far. Yeah. He had to be pushed really far to to back her in that way, right? Uh, like her position is precarious, and he could be doing more to cement her as the as he could have done more yeah. of her entire life to promote her as the heir. Maybe they, I, I mean, it is tricky because there is the idea that people won't accept a woman, but if you think they won't accept a woman, then you should spend the 20 years that have passed cementing that woman as the leader, right?
0: And you, you know look, what's look, ironic look. about her marrying Damon? I mean, aside from the fact that she's right, I mean, marrying Damon actually kind of helps her claim to the throne. Um, but the uh, the fact that he, the uh, series once admitted that part of the reason he um, named Rhaenyra his heir was to block Damon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's kind of ironic now that she married Damon, so now he's prince consort and soon to, you know, eventually queen consort, you yeah. know.
2: Although can never king be consort. the king. He can't be the king, right? right? Like, Rhaenyra will always be right. near to him. Um, uh, uh, but... Yeah, it's exactly what he. Is. I mean, also it looks like the Basoris is not gonna live too much longer, huh? Like that dude is definitely like,
0: no. like he looks I like yeah, he looks I, and worse, I,
2: and worse every episode. He might die next week. Pretty
0: sure, pretty sure next we'll, week. pretty sure we'll lose him in the, we'll lose him in the finale.
2: Yeah. Um. um looks, yeah.
0: But you know what though? Here, here, as as I as much as I'm enjoying all this, I I gotta say it because I say it every week. Um, they're rushing it. I mean there's Yeah. They're just <laughs> they're just yeah. rushing right through. And yeah. I and I feel like didn't they learn their lesson with season eight of Game of Thrones?
2: Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they really are rushing it. And I'd like to get and to know, I feel the like, older Lanier a little better. Because we got to know younger well, so well, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the funny thing because, you know the 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 younger actresses were so loved that they're trying to find ways to bring them back in flashbacks next season. Flashbacks aren't going to matter because we are, we already know where we're at. What is a, what is a flashback going to bring to the story that's going to matter to us now?
1: Yeah.
0: And I guess, I guess one of the things was they were afraid, uh, supposedly uh, there was an interview. I don't know who it was with, but they were afraid that they weren't going to, uh, that people w- might not like it, so they kind of wanted to try and rush through, you know, go at a steady pace to get the story told. Yeah. And it's like, that's that's yeah. the opposite of what you should have done. But again, yeah. it's, you know, I'm still enjoying it. I just, I wish they'd slowed it too. down a little bit.
2: Yeah. Oh, one more, one more piece of the action that we didn't mention. The dagger that when Allison cuts Rhaenyra, with the Valyrian steel dagger, that's the Cat's Paw dagger that yes. is eventually acquired by Littlefinger to kill Bran, right? To attack for yep. the attack on uh, yep. yeah, yeah, like that's a that's a we got to keep our eye on that dagger at all times.
0: We <laughs> might never see it again.
2: Well, we might. You're right. We might not, but it has quite a history. That thing. Yeah. So, anyhow. I guess we could maybe 12.07, time to wrap it up, I guess.
0: Yeah, it was a good episode, though. Everything
2: for this week. Yeah, it was a good episode. I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying the show, and I'm and I'm definitely, you know, look forward to seeing. It's moving fast, but I look forward to seeing what happens.
0: It, it gives me, you know, it's funny. When I first heard that they were doing, like, seven spinoffs, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> um, uh, seeing how, how good this has been, I'm kind of hopeful for uh, – whatever comes next. Some but of I the think, others, yeah. I could, be I could be mistaken, but I think a 1,000 ships is next, or 10,000 ships. I think that's no. next. Which hey, I, right. I really like that story. Of, I really like that story of Nymeria going to Dorne.
2: Oh, yeah, that should be good. That should be good.
0: Yeah. So, so it gives me hope, you know, as good as it's, what I'm saying, when I first heard, I was like, oh, the only one I really cared about was uh, that they're going to do a Dunkin' Egg Dunkin
1: show. Dunkin' Egg, yeah. And, yeah.
0: And, um, but... Now that I've seen what they've done with the House of the Dragon, I have I have faith that the other stuff should be pretty damn good too.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really good. I'm enjoying so, this a lot. Um, I I'm I like I uh, Matt Smith. I was like, uh, eh, he's great. I like Matt Smith as Damon a lot. I mean, the casting has been really good. I guess that's where I'm going with this. I'm yeah, I'm liking it. I'm really
0: enjoying it. That was something. Yeah, I, I almost forgot. Something from last week that we were both unsure of, so yeah, uh, I didn't think about it until. I was talking to somebody else, and it refreshed my memory, so remember we were trying to figure out you know what Lena's thinking was going to rape vagar to, to to kill herself um, yeah. she wanted to it's because she wanted to die a dragon rider's death. Which, right, and it was right. foretold earlier in, earlier in the episode. She says that to Damon, so that's why she does that at the end there.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: she said that in the episode. That she'd like to. That's how to die. Can't blame her. Yeah. Can't blame her.
0: Yeah. Oh, and did you catch? Uh, there's also uh, sh- uh, there was a scene where they're showing that the, the series is just you know clearly not does not have all its faculties anymore. There's that one scene after the wedding, when he says he's going to bed, he calls Alison mm-hmm. Emma.
2: Oh, he does, huh? Oh, Emma was the first wife. Yeah.
0: Yes, Emma's he yeah, Emma. Emma's, Rhaenyra's uh, mother.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who was his?
2: And wife? his only true love and his, his, wife.
0: And it, Yeah, true love. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, oh,
2: that's got a sting, Allison. Although she knows, she knows, she's not. He's not her true love.
0: Well, look, well, yeah, but the look—the look on her face was pretty damn good. She was kind of like, "Ah." Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's—it's
2: it, still humiliating. So, it's still things, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So,
2: all righty. We'll be back next Tuesday. All of these yep. shows except for Resident Alien. Yeah. All right. Got another jam-packed right. show next week.
1: All righty. Well, you
0: have a good, a good week, week. Thanks. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next week, uh, have a good one, folks. Good night.